Good morning, good morning. You are with your host, Naima. And you are listening to Naima Northstar. Plug into the wonderful you. We're going to wait for a few more people to come on, but I'm so grateful for those that you have decided to join us this morning. Your tribe, your community, your family, which we are all rooting for you. We are all your cheerleaders. We are all just knowing that you can reach whatever goals, aspirations, or whatever you require for your life. And I love that um, word require instead of wanting and lawning and it's your uh, goal. And all of those, I guess, words are great, but I love what you require. It just puts a, sets a different energy in place for you to, for your brain to kind of comprehend. Yeah, I, I require that. My name is all over that. that. That's for me. I will have that. I have that now. In fact, I'm grateful. So anyway, before I go all into that, but I'm so grateful that you've joined me today, no matter where you are on the planet, but you've come to set yourself up for success, not only for today, but for t- tomorrow, the next day, and the next day. And I'm, ho- I'm knowing that you're going to download all of this amazing wonderful, powerful, empowering, inspiring information that I'm going to share with you that once you download it and you actually put it into action in your life, you'll see that your life will change. So our podcast is called, it was called Life Changing Call uh, with Me Visualization. And now we've moved it into Naima North Star. What does that mean, Naima North Star? That means that we're sharing with you wisdom and principles for you to always find your North Star, your direction in your life. Because remember, when God gives us a calling, when the infinite gives us a calling, it's not a conference call. It is for you. And you must learn to trust in that still small voice or either your intuitive hits, your gut feeling, your first mind. But that is your North Star. So learn to trust it in the small things. So when the big Thank things you. come into your life, you I can then you. apply that same knowing and trusting and have faith that the decisions that you will make will be for your highest good. So with that said, I'm going to share, uh, I'm going to open up the call so all of us can say good morning and share some loving energy this amazing October 1st, I mean 2nd, 2023. So those of you that would love to say good morning, please do so now. Good morning, family. This is Professor. Mm. Good morning. Okay. Our beloved Professor, you know what we're waiting for. I'm feeling great, grand, and glorious, just as you are. Oh, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Thank you, Professor. Thank you for always sharing our podcast on the um, Ultra Manifestation Call, who, which was created by Reverend Dr. Cheryl Ward, who I had the pleasure of being in her company, I guess, about a week or so ago on a Zoom. I adore her, and uh, but she birthed this Ultra Manifestation Call. It's every morning at 7 a.m., and I always give you the information at the end of our podcast because it has just been the platform for a lot of people to just 
blast off. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we just give thanks to uh, Dr. Cheryl. So thank you, um, our beloved professor, for sharing our podcast uh, with our family at the Open Manifestation call. So thank you, and thank you for joining us. Is there anyone else that would love to say good morning? Good morning, Naima. This is Alan. So happy good morning, A. This morning, the family. Oh, well, you sound great. You sound so I feel, good. I feel great. Thank you so much. Yeah, your energy and you feel strong to me, which is just beautiful. So, Aileen, thank you so much for being a part of our family, our tribe, our community. Um, because when we come together. And like Professor, you, and so many of us that have lived on the planet for more than, you know, a couple of years, we bring such a wealth of faith, trust, and an understanding that what we are sharing here, it is real. And it is real in the up times, and then there is real in the times that are challenging, but I look at all those times as opportunities to grow and our faith, our trust, our understanding of things that we have read, spiritual literature, Bibles, Qurans, Torahs, whatever you have invested in to learn more about your connection with the Most High and your purpose of living. We just... uh when we come together, we're bringing all of that wealth of strength, trust, and faith into this this podcast where other people that may be on a journey that is so uncertain and so fearful, but because we're here and we know that we know that we know, we know that there is a great I am, and we know that that great I am it never leaves us, forsakes us, or is always within us, around us, surrounding us, and we must turn within and be divinely guided through parts of our lives until we get through the storm so we can have that rainbow, that silver lining. So I, I, I'm greatly appreciative of you, Aileen, for you being a part of our family and bringing all of the wealth of trust and faith and really resurrecting yourself from where you could have decided to move on, but you decided, oh no, I have, I have a, I can participate in my own well-being, and I'm going to participate in some of the things that I've studied and uh, what became aware of in my journey, and I'm going to apply it now. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Aileen. We appreciate you, and we love you. Is there anyone else that would love to say good morning? Good morning, Ms. Naima Rodney here. Hope you're well. Uh, good to be on here with everyone. Oh, we're just happy to have you, Rodney. And thank you so much for your your just your kindness, your generosity, and just your thoughtfulness. And you're just you're just a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful spirit. And boy, did your mother and father raise you well, son. Woo! They did a they did a job when they when they created you. Let me tell you, uh, you walk your talk. You are the real deal. I'm I'm quite honored to know you. So thank you, Rodney, for all that you do. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Oh, my pleasure. Is there anyone else in this 
on this podcast this morning, this afternoon, this evening, no matter where you are on the planet, I would love to share your amazing energy and voice with us. Good morning, sis. I just wanted to chime in and say good morning to everybody. Have a good day. Okay, you do the same, my sister. Mm-hmm. I love you. Mm-hmm. and Love you, too. And thank you for all that you do, not just mm-hmm. for me, but every person that you touch. I bet you everybody on this call would love to be either your mechanic, uh, your plumber, uh, your hairdresser, your nail technician, <laughs> your your lawn guy, because my sister just spoils everyone. Uh, she just makes cakes and pies and food. I mean, not just sweets, but food. If she finds out what your favorite dish is and you say to her, oh, my mother used to make this, like when she went to get her hair done a couple weeks ago, uh, the hairdresser, I guess, and the salon said that her mother made this cake, which is supposed to be the best cake in the world. And her mother, I guess, made her transition or is not able to make that cake anymore. And she shared with my sister what the cake consisted of. My sister went home, made that cake based on what she had shared with her, and brought that cake back to that um, her salon. And people were eating the cake and loving the cake. And the lady was crying, saying, oh, it reminds her so much of our, her mother. So these are the things that we all can do, and I know many of you do. We are all contributing into someone else's life on some level, and we have absolutely no have no idea of the depth of how we touch people and actually kind of even help resurrect them in believing that humanity and love does exist. Everybody's not out here just trying to get theirs. There's actually people out here like all of us that are desiring to contribute to other people's lives with a smile, with a hug, maybe paying for their lunch, making goodies for them, or just praying for them or giving them some money to pay for a bill, whatever it is. But uh, that's why we're all here, to contribute to each other in our, our walk in this journey that we call life. So thanks for tuning in, and I know you're working, but I know you're listening to us. So is there anyone else who would love to say good morning before we get started? And I'm going to drink some of my tea. Good morning from Atlanta. Ooh, thanks for bringing Atlanta in the house, Miss Johnny Proby. Oh, yes, I was thinking about you this morning, so I don't know what's going on in your life. <laughs> but oh, my God. Yeah, but you, Johnny, Miss Johnny Proby, I, when I was sitting meditating and I was writing out all my gratefuls and I was just grateful that I can see the ocean and I, you know, and I know that uh, one day that we're going to be moving from here and I've been visualizing where I want to move next, what kind of home I want, freestanding or another condo, what, where, where, where is that place? But I said to the universe this morning as I was writing in my journal, said thank you for the perfect perfect place for me but I thank you for allowing me to see water because water is so healing and then you just kept coming up in my spirit and I said ooh Miss Johnny must be on the move some some good things are happening in her life whether it looks good or not I always believe that the universe is always whatever it looks like it's just looking like that remember we are instructed to never judge by appearances Never judge by appearances because sometimes the worst thing that could be happening to you in your life is the very thing 
that is the doorway to your success, your happiness, your joy, your wealth, whatever it is. Because once we pray and we ask the spirit, that we ask the infinite that created us, that these are the things that we want to have in our life. This is the lifestyle. This is the experiences. There must be some changes. And sometimes those changes are very, very uncomfortable. And you look at it and you say, well, why did this happen? Why can't I get this fixed? Why is the lawyers taking so long? What is going on? What is going on? But you must not judge by appearances. You look at that situation and you say, no matter how it looks, I know I'm going to land on my feet. I'm going to be better for it. I know it's going to lead me in the direction to have the experience that I have been asking the universe for. So I know without a doubt it is for my highest good. The boss that's all over you, that doesn't seem to take the care, that don't seem to give you praise and and um, support you, yeah, that boss is in your life to keep you going. So you just say thank you for allowing me to not get comfortable. Thank you. <laughs> so no matter what it is, just say, I know it's for my highest good. I know that the universe, God, whomever you pray to, the Alpha and the Omega, the Creator, is per- is actually working it out, and this is how it's being worked out for me. So I'm going to give great, great, great praise, thanksgiving, as I go through these times, because I know the great I am is with me and never forsakes me and leaves me. So thank you, Miss Johnny, and we're looking forward to you at the at the um at the end of our visualization part of our podcast we would love if you're on to please share if you're if you're able to share what is going on but we know that there's something moving in your life greatly uh so is there anyone else who would love to say good morning okay i'm gonna mute us and so i don't hear miss carla page from upstate new york the electric city but anyway, Ms. Carter was sending you some love, and we know that you're sending it back to us. So I'm going to put us on mute, get us going. So good morning, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You have joined a very special place with a lot of special, unique, amazing beings spirits on this call on this podcast it is called naima north star plug into the wonderful you why the north star because everything that we share our whole intention everything our intention is to support you and assist you to recognize not just the power that you have in choice but for you to acknowledge and accept just how wonderful you are that you are enough, and for you to learn how to value and honor the most important person in your world, which is you. So every day you get up, I want you to look in the mirror or look at your hands or look at your feet and actually bless the sacred body that your spirit is in. And every time you look in the mirror, I want you to either throw yourself a kiss, two thumbs up, wink your out. I some kind of acknowledgement that I recognize the greatness, the grandness, the gloriousness in you 
I know for sure that the creator that created me created me out of its own imagination. And that energy, that creator has no idea of mediocrity or smallness or being not enough or average. It has no concept of that. And I can look into the solar system. I can look at the beach. I can look at the sand. I could look at other people and knowing that the great I am is in the business of creating greatness, grandness, gloriousness. So we must accept that for ourselves so the, so the universe, our lives can mirror that back to us. It is always going to mirror back to you exactly how you feel about yourself. So this podcast is all about you acknowledging just how amazing, magnificent, phenomenal, extraordinary, outstanding you are. And once you acknowledge that, the world will acknowledge and reflect that back to you. Never ask for anyone or the universe to give you something that you have not given to yourself first. So I want to be very clear on why we are here, and that is for you to become the greatest version of yourself and let go of any imposter, any imposter that tells you that you're not good enough, you can't do that, you can't have that, you can't be that. All of that is false based on a race consciousness that is so entrenched in fear to keep you in a place, in a space that you no longer want to occupy. So that's why I want you to say when you get up in the morning or look at your hands and your feet, acknowledge your greatness. See the, the, the magic within you, the miraculousness of you. Yeah, I'm here. I'm in my life. What can I do? What can I choose this day? What thought patterns, what inner dialogue can I choose this day that's not only going to serve me but serve everyone I come in contact with? Mm. It's a beautiful way to live, beautiful way to live. Life doesn't get boring. You don't get stagnant. You don't feel like depressed because there's no depression and giving praise and honor to the Most High. And then asking that, use me this day. Use me this day. My, the words that come out of my mouth, when I look at somebody, when I hug somebody, when I think about somebody, use me this day. For people to acknowledge and to accept that, oh, wow, I do have a power of choice. I can create an inner dialogue. I can become my cheerleader. I had a client last week that shared with me she has become her best cheerleader, best cheerleader. She also took RTT for money, and she got scammed of $2,000 a couple weeks ago. $2,000, she said, Naima. Before RTT, if someone would have scammed me $2,000, she said, I would be over here just going nuts. But she said, something in me just says, oh, you'll get that back. Don't worry about that. Can you imagine being scammed that much money, but with the way you set your consciousness and affected your subconscious mind that you do not allow 
that to trigger you into feeling, how am I going to pay my bills? Oh, my God, they took all this money. And this puts you in a tailspin of worry. I love what I'm doing. I love being the Harriet Tubman of rapid transformational therapy. What does that mean? Freeing you from whatever issue or problem that you think you have and have given so much energy to. Release you from all of that fear-based nonsense of lack and limitation. Boost your confidence in yourself, knowing that the self I'm speaking about is the inner self that is connected to the most high, where there is no fear. There's always a solution. Always a solution. Oh, that's what's going on in my life. Oh, I know the solution. I know the answer will appear. I know the great I am is working it all out for me, for my highest good. So thank you, thank you, thank you for allowing me to be the voice. Oh, yeah. Thank you for allowing me to be here, to give you the good news, to give you the good news, to empower you, to inspire you, to motivate you, to prompt you, to take your throne, step in your greatness, Not just for this hour we're going to be together, hour and a half, but even when you get up, leave that old man behind. Leave that old woman behind. Open up your heart this morning. Open up your consciousness, and let's download all these things will liberate you from all the things that you thought that you couldn't do, wasn't available to you, and then pour into it. I know I live an unlimited life. Why? Because I come from a source that has no limits, no boundaries. It never says no. It always says yes. It may be delayed, yes. But if it's a delayed yes, oh, I'm getting better, something better than even I asked for. So it's a delay, but it's not a denial. It's always a yes. And then when the yes comes back, it's either going to be the triple time, times 10, what I asked for. So in that time span that I'm in that journey, I'm just giving thanks. Oh, yeah, I'm thanking you. I'm thanking you. I know you're working it all out. So, again, today is October the 2nd, and as you can see, I'm feeling pretty good this morning. Mm-hmm. And I always feel good when I'm with you all and connected to the Most High. So this is my birthday month. My birthday is October the 16th. That falls on a Monday. So I want you all to mark your calendars. Is that Monday the 16th? There will be no podcast. I'm going to take that day off. I don't know, maybe do something that weekend. But um, I've been on the planet for a while. So now every um, (laughs) birthday solar return, as our beloved professor refers to it, it becomes even more and more precious because you have seen many people move on to the other side. So this weekend, as many of you know, that I did the uh, MC. I was asked to be the MC for the great Dr. Robbie Golson Smith, who was married to O.C. Smith from Little Green Apples from City of Angels. And when they called me to ask me to do it, uh, when Bonnie called her daughter, I thought she was calling me. She said my mom made her transition, which, you know, kind of brought my spirits down. I loved Reverend Robbie. She was so beautiful and always exalted me 
always just promoted me into the church. Some, I, I actually spoke over there like I was a minister. She'd have me, <laughs> I speak both services. And you, as many of you know, City of the Angels was, you know, a very, very um, progressive church, and it had a lot of professional people there and people that had uh, enormous amounts of, of money. And so sometimes she would have me doing things, and the congregation would be like, why is she having Naima do that? You know, Naima's not a doctor. She's not a reverend. She's not that, you know, she's just a person. But Reverend Robbie, I mean, she just promoted me, and so did Dr. O.C. So I, I went to the Proud Bird this weekend, and I asked God to use me so I could give her justice. And I got a text. Oh, I had so many texts over the weekends, and pe- people put um, comments on my post because I have a picture of Robbie and I on my um, from the event. I'm sitting down by her huge picture, and my husband took a picture, and I posted that on my Facebook page. And so just before I come on, her daughter told me that I did an excellent job. I knocked it out of the park, all of that. But she felt a need to even send me a message this morning and said something to the effect that, um, in fact, I am going to read it for you if I can get to it. It is so special. So Miss Bonnie says, good morning, Naima. Your contribution made a powerful, positive impact on Mom's memorial. What honor it was to be in the same space with you. Unfortunately, I couldn't be in it more than one time because I was in so many places. Thank you for your love and support. You are exactly what God manifested for all of us to be, to be blessed. Thank you for now and forever. Um, because before I, when I, when she called me, I thought she was going to ask me to be the greeter because that's what I did at City of Angels. I was the head greeter for the morning service and the afternoon service. So when she called me, I thought, that's what I'm going to be. She's telling me her mother's made a transition. Okay, so I'm going to be the person that's, you know, giving people the tissue if they need it, and I'm going to be the person that hands out the programs. And then she I didn't say what I thought she was calling, what she wanted me to do, but I said, I was just open when she was talking to me, and she said, yeah, we, we want you to be the MC of the service. Let me say, OMG. I said, Bonnie, I said, I thought you were going to just ask me to be the greeter, which I would have been more than happy to do. Oh, she said, oh, no, we want you because Mom loved you. And so did Reverend O.C., and we want you to, to do the honors of um, being the MC. So the the program was just beautiful. We had Brenda Lee Ager. She had Makita Tanay, who's a songbird, who does the Lord's Prayer like we have never heard it before. Um, and then we had also Talitha Long, which is Nia Long's mom. We all sat at the same table. Reverend Lo- Linda Logan came into town. We had Todd Hunter, 
who is the musical director for Dionne Warwick. We had Marla Gibbs in the crowd, a lot of people in in the in in the um celebration. And I always take a picture with Marla because she's always been so supportive of your your girl here, my books, whatever I had to offer, she would purchase them and, you know, take them to Chicago or wherever she wouldn't gift people the things for me. And she's always been an advocate for me. And there I am standing up there just uh, seeing all these people in the audience. And, and but we, before I just said, please allow me to do her justice. And so when I got this text this morning, it, I just said, wow, thank you. Thank you, Spirit. Thank you, Infinite Intelligence, um, because I so wanted to deliver um, a, um, through the, through the, the, um, all of the guests that were going to come up and read the, the obituary, the eulogy and all of that. Uh, we had Reverend Helen Jones and just, it was just a beautiful, it was like homecoming. A lot of people that, of course, went to City of Angels was there. And I hadn't seen them in over maybe 18 years. So anyway, we had a really good time. So please remember, just mark your calendar that I am going. We are going to not have our podcast on October the 16th. Our quote for today is: "Strong minds discuss ideas. Average minds discuss events. Weak minds discuss people." And that is by Socrates. And I love this uh, because. Small minds do discuss people. Why are you going to tear them down? Not unless you're lifting them up. That's another. But if the conversation is not lifting, uh, you may want to stay away from that kind of a conversation because usually it just spirals down even further. And my mom used to always say, if a person brings you a bone, they'll take a bone away. What does that mean? If they come over and talk about somebody to you in a negative way, really kind of putting them down, they're coming, they're bringing you a bone, some words, but they're going to take things back. And they're going to take them back to that person and say what you said or either tell someone else what you said. And then by the time it gets to that person, Lord knows what, it's, what, what the conversation is. So be wise. Don't participate in people's low-level conversations. And if they do come and bring you a bone, say, well, you know, I'm going to pray for that person. Oh, I want the best for that person. They, oh, I used to do this all the time where people used to come and talk about the uh, people that were wearing the same clothes at school. I said, well, maybe we can, you know, maybe get them some other clothes. Maybe we could buy them some shoes. Yeah. Why do you want to tear anybody down? If they're, if they're looking that kind of way, I'm pretty sure they pretty feel pretty miserable themselves. If their marriage is going sour or their children are out in the street, I'm pretty sure they don't need any more crap poured on them. I'm pretty sure they feel pretty crappy already. So our job is to lift people up. So that's our quote for today. I want to thank each and every one of you for making contributions to this podcast. Because when I call in and I hear it's, you know, the people, you know, asking me to put my code in. And I say, I'm so glad we can pay these bills. <laughs> you know, it would be like, you know, in the old days when you're growing up, you're making your way in, in life. And I don't know about some of you, but sometimes you call in or you kind of use your phone and, and it's not there because you couldn't pay the bill. So it, when I when I come into our podcast and, 
and I hear the people telling me to do my prompts. I said, oh, good. We were able to pay that bill. So just um, think about us and uh, make a contribution when you can. And uh, you could do that through paypal.me slash asnaima forward asnaima or we're on Cash App. We're on everything. And it's all because of you all wanting me to have all of these places that you could do, make your contribution and support. And please continue to fight, uh, invite others. This podcast will change your life when you actually implement what we are sharing. And thank you, uh, Ms. Johnny, for over the years telling me how important and valuable this podcast has been to you. So I really appreciate your your feedback and others. So thank you, thank you, thank you. So now at this time, I want you all to dim your lights. Dim your lights. Dim your lights. I'm I'm thinking, I'm still on Rodney. I'm going to. Can you all hear me? Someone say something. Yes. Yes, Yes, you can. Okay, great. Hey, is that Miss Francis? Yes, ma'am. I love you, girl, Francis. Okay, so Rodney? Yes. everybody Everybody can hear me. Yeah, I just had to dial right. back in because I texted you too. Yeah, I know. I saw. I saw you text me. That's why. That's why I opened up the line again. So, uh, but yeah, anytime you feel that you're not hearing me, uh, please, you know, let me know. So thanks, Rodney. I appreciate that. Thank you. So put us on on mute again, okay? And those of you that have a testimony, please, at the end of our podcast, please share uh, any comments or with this podcast, how it's influencing you, how it's supporting you. So now let's just all take a breath. I know I've I've said so much. Oh, but I've had a heck of a weekend. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. So just turn off your electrical devices if you can. Dim your light if you're able. Go into a place in your beautiful place wherever you live. And I know some of you have listened to me, even in your cars. And I know some of you have listened to us in your hotels because you couldn't afford a, um, a, a place to live. And we prayed you through that. So, Nikki, we are grateful that you had us to pray for you, and we are so grateful that you're in a new place. We've had people to listen to us. This is how valuable we've been to people. We have have had people on the other side of the country or in the middle part of the country that were living in their car, but they listen to our podcast. They listen to your testimonials, Miss Francis. I'm trying not to get full here, but they've listened to your um, your testimonials, Miss Francis. Aileen, Johnny, Eunice, Medina, and other people that have shared things that were happening to them in their life. And those stories have helped them 
So I want all of you to always know in Sadler, how could we miss Sadler and, and Marcus? But I want, and Rob, I want you all to know. You never know how your words are inspiring other people. So some people are not in their own places. Some people are living in cars. Some people live in hotels. Some people are getting, you know, evicted out of their places. Don't have, don't, you know, so there's a lot going on. And those people are not going to come on and, and tell you all this. And they're going to call, call me and say, Naima, I really enjoyed the podcast. Some of the conversations after our podcast, when we think we're going really long, and sometimes I tell the universe, you know what, maybe I should cut it off. Maybe I should just, you know, view it down to 15 minutes and just do it real fast. Because I don't want to take up anybody's time, you know. It's running too long. Maybe by 10.30 we should be off. No no conversation on the other end. But then I get a text by, with Johnny or she'll call me, oh, Naima, that's the conversation after. Oh, my goodness. And so I want all of us to say your piece. None of you talk too long. We don't know what is going on and how that universe, the universal mind is using you to inspire others to not give up hope that are depressed, don't know where their next money's coming from, the next job, the next meal, might not be able to keep my lights on, but I'm telling you, helping people stay in the higher registers will allow things to work out, but you must stay on the high register, not not get too down, because good can't come to you there. Your resolve can't come to you there. There doesn't live peace, joy, prosperity. When you're in the down, it only can manifest more down experiences. So you listening to us and other voices on YouTube, keep your mind in the lofty places. That's where the infinite can help you. It can help you there because you're in the energy, your frequency, you're all energy. And you're always tapping into the energy seal that you are in your head. It only matches up with you. So, you know, make sure that you do your gratefuls in the morning, in the afternoon, at night, whatever's convenient for you, and find time to meditate. Find time to meditate. So with that said, I want us to all just put our hands over our hearts, feeling great this morning, feeling so grateful this morning. Really actually breathe that in. Breathe those feelings in. Put both hands over your heart. Fill your heart with gratitude. I have another day to live, October the 2nd, 2023. I'm still here, and I'm so grateful that I'm conscious of being me. I'm not in an altered state where I don't know my name, that I can't remember what to do, that I don't know my family members. Oh, happy day. I am so grateful that I'm fully consciously aware of who I am, whose I am, and the people around me, and I know my name. I know I can remember my past. I can formulate and create a vision for the future. I can decide to enjoy the now. Just breathe all that in. 
and be grateful. So let's take that breath, breathe it into our heart chakra where love is, where peace and joy, and where money lives, abundance. And then I want you to let that breath go. And as you're letting that breath go with your hand over your heart, I want you to imagine all of the energies that are holding you down, depressed, feeling hopeless and feeling not enough. I want you to breathe that out right now and imagine letting go of anything and everything. Just standing in between you and complete inner peace. Oh, beloved, it's all available for you. And now taking another deeper breath and affirm with me now. Breathe in, hold it, and now release it. And affirm with me. I now release anything and everything that stands between me and inner peace. And now breathe in again with your hands over your heart. With your candle lit or not lit, you've already taken a drink of water, a glass of tea, some tea, and just center yourself. Just melt. Just totally relax. Just sink deeper and deeper and deeper into the relaxed state. And as you're breathing in this breath of air, this elixir of life, breathing it in. Anything in my mind, anything in my heart, anything in my body that stands between me and inner peace. And now I want you to release that breath. Let it go. And as you're letting this go, surrender. Let go of anything. Your stress, let that go. Let go of your frustration. Let it go. Let go of your hopelessness. Let it go. Surrender it this morning. Any feelings of not enough? Oh, let it go. Say, oh, yes, I know that's a lie. I was created by the most high. And I'm going to be sitting here listening to Miss Naima or my fairy godmother, like some of you call me. And I'm going to come into an agreement. I'm going to have four agreements. My agreement is I'm always going to feel enough. Keep breathing in and out. My second agreement is I'm always going to trust the inner voices within me. Number three, I'm always going to act on the direction that the infinite is giving me. And number four agreement, I know that I'm never alone. I'm going to agree that my needs will always be met. I'm going to agree that my sufficiency, my supply, and my support is from an energy that can tap anyone's shoulder, to use anyone as a vessel, a channel for my good. Those are the agreements. Self-love, appreciation, trusting. Just keep breathing in and out. I'm going to let go of this morning of any sense of lack and limitation for myself. I'm going to let go and surrender any memory that causes me to suffer. I'm going to let that go. And now I want all of you to to let it go and see it drifting away, visualizing it, all of those energies. 
in a cloud and see them just drifting away, going into the nothingness from which they came, all by you attaching a meaning to an experience you had. But you are so powerful, you can choose another meaning to attach to those experiences. You can say to yourself, I learned something from that experience, so I can now call it all good. That that is the truth. I'm always calling it. I am the judge, the jury, and the jailer. And now with Miss Naima and my tribe, my community, my family, I'm letting anything and everything go. It is not serving me in this thing called life. Allow this energy. You can put both hands down, but breathe in and out. And with you breathing in and out, your face muscles are becoming more and more relaxed. And now I want you to concentrate only on your breathing. Listen to my voice, letting it in, and focus on your breathing. Allow the energy to circulate in your body from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. I want you to actually feel this morning that each muscle group from the top of your head to the soles of your feet are just becoming so relaxed and you're becoming so in a sense of peace and love that this love is cocooning that sacred body that you were gifted. And you've seen it transform over the years from the baby, from the toddler, from the child, from the young adult, from the adolescent into your mature body that you have now. So it shows you it has a progression. I am the same being that I was when I was born, but I'm always in the state of transforming. And I have a lot to do with it. How do I speak about myself? Just love on yourself this morning. Feel your shoulders actually drop down a couple of inches, all because you've become so relaxed. Fill your chest and your belly with oxygen, agreeing with the universe, I'm loving life, I'm letting it in. Feel your whole body relaxed and your tongue resting on the floor of your mouth. Let's keep breathing. Breathe in a normal pattern like the waves that I can see. They roll in and they roll out. And allow your breath to do the very same action. You see how we mimic universe itself? I saw a picture this weekend of the solar system. And then I saw a picture of our brain. You know it looked the same? The patterns in our brain look the same way as the patterns in the universe. We are a mirror of what the Creator created and what we can see. All of it is within us. As the earth is two-thirds water, all our bodies are two-thirds water. Can't you see? We are the solar system. We have trillions and trillions of cells. All beloveds. And the universe has trillions and trillions of stars. We are stardust. 
we truly are. We mimic the universe and the earth in so many ways. And you know every one of your cells is like a brain within the cell. <laughs> we are truly miracles. Man can't even duplicate, not even our fingers. And they're trying. They're doing it. They're trying to clone us. And who's to say we might one day? But guess what? They can't put a spirit in anyone. They might reproduce the physical, but they cannot reproduce what they can't see. That's how special. That's how unique you are. So, oh, yes, so those of you that would love to just hug on yourself, love on yourself, this one, that's what this podcast is all about, you accepting your greatness. So as you're sitting there in your chair this morning, being fully aware of who you are, hear what you hear this morning in the silence. Taste what you taste in your mouth. Feel the surface that you're sitting on. And I invite you to look into your candle or just have your eyes closed. And now that you're in that state of being and feeling at one with the infinite itself, feeling good this morning, your job, your number one job is for you to help you feel good about you. Nothing is more important than you feeling good and positive and loving to you. So now that we're all in that healthy, positive self-image, breathe it in, beloved. Breathe it in. I want you to select, create a vision of yourself, successful. Create a vision of yourself on a screen, an imaginary screen in your mind. That is how powerful you are. Use the power of your imagination. Neville Gardner says that the imagination is God. So use it. Visualize a presence of yourself that you would love to manifest and demonstrate in this world, feeling yourself being empowered, being in that state of being, oh, so successful. All of you, what does that person look like on the screen? Being successful, utilizing the gifts and talents that the creator created and gave you at birth, and now you've fine-tuned them, you've invested in yourself, you've gotten your degrees, you graduated high school, college, got your master's, your PhD, wherever you are on the spectrum of education, but you've poured a lot into yourself. So I want you to see all of that investment come to fruition on that screen using your imagination. That clarity of the greatness within you, surrounding you, let it demonstrate. Right now, entangle your mind into that vision. Breathe life into that vision of your most powerful self. 
the highest expression of you. Be yourself. Feel the sensations that you would have being that person. You could call it reimagining yourself. I just say letting go of the imposter. Going back to your original DNA coding that the creator created you, great, grand, and glorious. How would you be standing in that vision? See it in detail. See it clearly. Use your imagination. Use it for your highest good. Some of us use our imagination for all the fears. Oh, what would happen if I don't get this? What would happen if that happens? Oh, my goodness. We use our fantasy for things that are not very beneficial of us and for us. But you can use that same imagery, that same power, that same amazing ability that you have to set your plate, to set yourself up for success using an inner dialogue that's so loving and so kind and so supportive, having a vision of yourself. And in that vision, on that screen, see yourself in optimal health. I want you to choose and select what is it you would love to bring more into your life. What kind of experiences you would love to bring more into your life. Pick one with us. Now I want you to believe and know that you've already received it. You've already received it. Your imagination is just a premiere of that which is to come. Oh, thank you, Einstein. That was what he said to us. Your imagination is a premiere of what is to come. Use it wisely. Use it to benefit you. Use it to build your kingdom, your queendom. Use it to build your self-image. Use it to build self-love, self admiration, kindness. Use your imagination for your highest good, only for your highest good. Create the fantasies that would knock yourself socks off. So believe and know whatever you've imagined with us, receive it right now on that screen. See yourself with possessing it, whatever that is. If it's an experience, if it's another relationship, if it's a relationship with yourself, if it's health, wealth, joy, peace, see yourself in that space and feel it real. Ask yourself, how would I feel being in that space, being that person? And breathe that in. Breathe it in. Release it. Relax in it. Breathe it in. Bring it in into your solar plexus. Bring it into your bones. Now bring it into every trillion cells you have, that reality. And now I want you to see that image of you stepping off that screen, that you be doing and having all the things that you would love to experience in this realm. And as you are seeing that you coming off that screen, running to you, actually running to you, 
It's been waiting for you to command it, to instruct it, to compel it, to direct you, whatever it is. It's been waiting on you. You are the master of your fate, the captain of your ship. What coordinates have you been making a decision to the destinations of your choices? You are and have the possibility to be a deliberate creator. It may get rocky. There may be some storms. The waves may get high, but it's all right. You have the navigational skills. You have the North Star within you. You have the great I am within you that can help you navigate any storm. Any storm. There is nothing, no mountain high enough, no valley low enough to keep you from your good. Your good will go over the mountain, around the mountain, through the valley to get to you once you are on the same vibration, the same frequency. No good can be held from you. Stay in that energy field. And now I want you to see yourself walking up to that you, and that you is running towards you, and I want you both to embrace each other. Visualize that now. Embrace. Bring that person into you. Release that old being, that old you that used to second-guess you all the time. And you know, second-guessing is okay. Our forefathers, our ancestors had to do that. So it's not being negative. It's not being negative. We could not be so positive that we just ran out of our huts or some people living in cabins with caves. Some of us lived in huts. Ancestors, some lived just on the land. You couldn't just get up and just run around. (laughs) Another tribe could capture you, torture you, sacrifice you. Oh, any negativity that you think you have, that's your ancestors survival skills that kept us here. Everything you have is to keep you here. Even some fears that you have is here to keep you here. You better be afraid of going into a forest that's burning, which you're going to sit back there and say, oh, it's negative. No, it's survival. It's like, no, I cannot go down the street and just walk across the 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 walkway and not look both ways. I cannot jump out my window and think, oh, that's a negative thought. If I think if I jump out the window, I'll hit the bottom and die. No. All of what you have, beloved, it is to keep you on this planet. All of it. You just have to decipher. You have to know when to use it, when not to use it. You know, you've come in company where you know the person that you're standing next to just doesn't feel good. Just something's not right about that person. You can't say I'm negative. You're saying the infinite is trying to tell me something. Trying to say that might not be the person that you want to align yourself with. 
there may be an ulterior motive or something that they're trying to do to you. Remember the times most women would be feel like, oh, if I, I, I the, the elevator door opened and, you know, I don't want to make that person in there feel bad. So I'm not going to, I'm going to get in the elevator anyway. The universe is always talking to you. No, don't get into that elevator. Don't care that you're going to hurt that person's feelings. I'm trying to give you an intuitive hit to tell you it is not safe for you to go down that street. It is not safe for you to live in that neighborhood. It's not safe for you to go to that part of town this time of day, no matter if it's morning, evening, or night. It's survival. It's helping you navigate this thing called life. They'll say, oh, what is it trying to tell me? This situation that seems negative. What are you? What are you trying to get? It's a red flag. What? What do you want me to see? What do you want me to do? What kind of discernment do I need in this situation? Oh, beloved, it's amazing when you operate like that. So now that you're one with that being, that amazing being that you are, now that you are one with that amazing being that you are, that you were created, your original DNA imprinting, your original blueprint when you came here. Nobody has to tell the baby to have high self-esteem. Nobody has to tell the baby, oh, you know, you got food all over your, your hair and your mouth. Oh, you look a mess. No, the baby is down there, might be messed his pants. He doesn't care. And he's down just smiling. Thinking he's just wonderful, thinking she's wonderful. Oh, aren't I cute? Look it, I just messed my pants. I got food all over me, but I'm looking at you smiling, thinking that I'm just wonderful. How about you go back to that? Your original DNA imprint. Before all the people told you what you couldn't do, what you wouldn't do, what you can't have, what's too much for you, don't hope for that much, you're asking for too much. Before all of those downloads came into your consciousness and now resides in your subconscious. Those are the barriers. Those are the traumas that is keeping you from your good. All the shoulda, woulda, coulda. That's where they are. But you come to this session so you can hear the truth about you. So now that you're one with that person and you've let the old man go, the old woman go, what do you want to create more of? If it's health, be yourself in that state. Stay in tune. Set yourself up for success. Manifest. Think from the dream. Oh, there's been so many motivators, inspirational speakers, prophets, avatars that have said the same thing. It's done unto you as you believe. But, you know, some of us don't even know what we believe in. Because what we're truly believing is in the subconscious. And we say our mantras and we say I am's and we say our affirmations and we do all of this work and we still go around the corner, still go around the the, the the mountain and we're still creating the same cycle. Like I, I, I ended up here three years ago. What what's going on? I've done my journaling, I've done this, I've done that. 
what is preventing me from letting it in? For me to live in a state where I don't get triggered. That when somebody does steal $2,000 out of my account, I don't go nuts like I don't live in an abundant universe. No, my mind goes right to the truth. Oh, okay, that happened. I'm upset. But you know what? I can still go to bed at night. I can still sleep, right, Miss Johnny? That didn't happen to Johnny, but, you know, Johnny has had her subconscious rewired. And she takes in certain information and experiences, and her brain doesn't do what it used to do. She still goes to sleep. Her inner conversation is more supportive, and she, oh, yeah, that happened, but I can. It's amazing when you live in that space. And I've offered you all, those of you that are desiring that, give me a call. Give me a call. So now that you have that image of you amazing and you're in that space of just having optimal health, you've instructed, you compelled, you directed, you commanded your body with your inner dialogue to love it, love it to life, love it to life, praising your body. Now I want us all to feel relaxed. I want us all to feel rejuvenated, replenished, restored, recharged, recreated, regenerated, revitalized. Feel those words. Let those words resonate with every cell that you're creating in this moment, knowing that you're creating over 810,000 cells a second because there's 810,000 cells dying. So if they're dying, you're replacing. So I want you to anchor yourself in how your body is restored, regenerating in this hour we've had together that every fiber of your being has been touched by my voice and my energy in which I bring to our family, knowing that there is nothing withheld from any of you, beloved. The universe is always saying yes. The silent partner within you is always and can instruct you. There is an inexhaustible abundance, prosperity, wealth for you to partake. I want you to see your plate, your table filled with everything you do, your heart's desire. It is the promise of the creator to give you what you ask for before you even ask. That is the promise. So let that in. See yourself in the healthiest states and anchor your, your mind in every word I am sharing with you. You do feel energized. You are aligning your mind and your subconscious with this truth. You are in harmony with the infinite. You are in concert. You are a note in the in a song of light. You are a note and you are in harmony with the creator itself. So breathe that in. Feel the newness of you. Feel it real Think from the dreams and desired state. The mind doesn't know the difference between real or imagined. Every part of your body is responding to every word and every vibration. I am circulating on this call today and I'm interacting and engaging in your energy as well. So we are creating a synergy 
that we are all becoming more youthful and healed, happy and joyful and feeling peace. And think about what you require in your life. Keep that in your front frontal part of your brain and create an inner conversation that you are your biggest cheerleader. You're your best friend. I love you so much. I'm going to take care of you. And part of me taking care of you is to keep you in states that are growth for expansion. That's how I show me that I love me, that I do not, will not, ever, and cannot let anyone steal my joy. No one can steal my joy. My joy is within. My joy is attached to the great I am. So now those of you that are desiring prosperity, I want you to think from that space this morning. Say to yourself, I have talents and skills, and I easily monetize that to create wealth, abundance, and prosperity for myself. Oh, yes, I'm attracting more and more abundance and more riches. Bring that in. I feel comfortable charging the correct rates because I know I'm worth it. You've got to believe that you're worth it and you deserve it. So let's say that again. Whatever you your offerings are, say to yourself, I feel comfortable charging the correct rates because I know I am worth it. I know I work in excellence and that money is energy. It flows and comes to me easily. There's always more than enough money. Always enough, more than enough money. Feel that. Think of who would benefit with you being wealthy, whatever level wealth you want or you desire. Say to yourself, those of you that have books, services, talents, and skills, or looking for a job, people happily pay me for the time or my offerings. They happily, gladly pay me, compensate me for my talents and skills, my offerings. People want to invest in me. Yes, Miss Francis, say that too. People want to invest in me. Yes, Miss Johnny, say that. Eunice, people want to invest in me. People want to buy a ton of my books and have me go back to Africa. Yes, Professor. Sadler, people want to invest in my all of the things that I've created. People want to hire me. They gladly hire me. I'm in, I'm in high demand. I'm well paid and compensated for my gifts and talents. Money stays with me. I'm comfortable around money. I love creating loads, truckloads of money. I'm able to keep my money, hold on to my money, invest my money. I have a sharp financial mindset. Money flows to me. I attract money. 
I treat money with respect. I earn it and I keep it. And I invest it well. I easily create wealth. Bring that in. I insist on creating phenomenal wealth and success for myself because I know I deserve it. Others benefit from my talents and skills. I love sharing my wealth with others. I am deserving of wealth. I see money as energy. I see it as energy. It's inert. It has no feelings. It has no power without the beholder, which is you. So see how would people benefit, how would organizations benefit from my wealth, my prosperity, from my riches. And then learn to invest in you, your talents, your skills, your mindset. That's your most valuable asset is you. Get you right. Get your mind calm, cool, collective. Have your mind, have an inner dialogue that's always rah-rah, shish-goom-bah. I am your biggest cheerleader. <laughs> How could you not win? How could you not have an amazing life living on that plane, in that dimension throughout the day? You are your most important investment. Nothing is more important than you feeling good because everything starts with you. It all begins with you. It all begins with you. You select, you choose at every second, every step in the direction of those thoughts. And those thoughts and those feelings, will meet. you will meet up with them. Cannot be any other way. You won't meet up with my thoughts, my visions, my imagination, your my fantasy. You will meet up with your own imagination. What images do you have running around your head? What inner conversations do you have running through your mind all day? What's the record that you're playing? What's the, what is the frequency? See that you're on most of the day. What vibrations are you putting out most of the 24 hours? Because you know your brain is even working when you sleep. That's why I'm always encouraging you to set your mind before you even move into sleep. Get an image of you happy, joyful, prosperous, having those things that you want to experience, the house, the car, the money, the career, the businesses. See it all. Pick one, see it, feel it, then drift into sleep. You are offering up to the infinite a blueprint to operate from. Never go to sleep in worry and stress. Do you want to create experiences that matches up with that frequency? If not, say, I am not going to be insane. I am going to redirect, create an image, and then move into sleep. I'm going to give my subconscious mind some food for thought to create more of what I'm desiring. So just see all the ways that your money is 
contributing to society and people in your life and actually see your wallet crammed and jammed with money. I love this exercise. We do. Because every time I even think of my wallet, my purse, my satchel, my briefcase, my cookie jar, I'm always seeing money. I've so associated with it. I just see rolls and rolls of money in my apple jar, cookie jar. That it was my mom's. As I'm talking to you, I actually see rolls and rolls of money with rubber bands, and I see them stuffed into that cookie jar. When I'm sharing with you to see rows and rows and stacks and stacks of money in your side table by your bed, when I say that, I actually see it. When I share with you to look at your wallet and actually visualize seeing your hands putting money into your wallet and it's cramming and jamming in there and you have to take some money out because it you cannot fold it, you cannot zip it, you cannot button it. It's so much money, you just have an overflow. How does that make you feel? Remember, Reverend I said, feelings is a secret. Feelings creates your manifestation. Your thought creates the feeling. The feeling creates the action. The action creates the event and the experience. That is the truth. The thought creates the feeling. The feeling creates the action. The action creates the event and the experience. So if you want to create more wealth, you've got to feel it. You've got to feel that you already have it. Put play money all over your house, in your drawers. When you open up your drawers, just have money there. Just let your your subconscious mind doesn't know if it's real or is it imaginary. It's just looking at the money. And it's making you feel like you have the money. It's helping you to feel wealthy. It's feel, making, helping you to feel plentiful. And that's where you want to be. Plentiful, like the song Miss Johnny created about having plenty because she's resonating in that energy field that now she's even creating <laughs> what's coming through her is music with the lyrics about how plentiful she's feeling. That's how it works. Get into the mindset, the feeling. The feeling is the secret. But now that you kind of become a philanthropist and you've seen the things that you would love to do with your money and you see how it benefits, let's move on to those of you that are desiring to be happy and peaceful. It's just a mindset switch. Say, I'm going to decide to focus more on things that will assist me to bring joy into my life. I'm going to let some associations go, some conversations go that no longer are benefiting me because I want to create more peace in my day. So I won't call that person. Or when that person calls, I will talk, but I won't talk that long. And I'll listen to spirit. And when spirit says, end the conversation, I'm going to end the conversation before it goes off the rail. I'm not going to disassociate with all the people that are, you know, in those in those, in those realms, in those frequencies, but I'm going to limit my time. 
I'm going to limit my time because my time is precious. I don't know how long we're going to live here, and I'm talking collectively, but this day, this moment, I'm going to invest it well. My time capital, I'm going to invest it well just like I would my money because it is more valuable than my money. Because at the end of the day, and I take my last breath, I want to say to myself, job well done. Did you use that 24 hours as beneficial as you could? Did you touch as many people's lives as you wanted to? Did you smile? Did you help people feel a little bit more joy in their life? Did you assist people to let go of issues and pains and disappointments in their lives so you could assist them to create a new reality for themselves? Oh, yes, Father, I did that. It's time for me to go look over your life and say, all right, job well done. I did my thing. I did what I was called to do here. And it's all right. I'm ready to go now. So if you're not there, then you have to say, what would be the things that I desire to do? So when it does come that time and nobody gets out of this life alive, will I be able to say that to myself? And breathe that in. Those of you that are desiring a house, just see yourself in that place. Be doing and having all those bells and whistles that you would love in that home. Your heated pool in the backyard, jacuzzi, waterfalls, ocean view, looking at the forest, a cabin in the mountains, because that's your second place that you go every year with your lover, with your mate, with your children, or either that home in south of France that you've always wanted, or, or maybe that condo in Paris. I had a friend that had a condo in Paris, and they went every year. Oh, yes. What do you, what do you require in your life? Maybe you want a condo or apartment or someplace, timeshare in Africa, China, Japan, Brazil, Hawaii. Where would you love your second home? And some people may not want a second home, but I know people that have five homes. They have a couple homes right here in California. <laughs> have a home downtown. A whole flat. Don't even stay there after time. Don't stay there. I know people where I live now. They have a condo here, right here on the water. Most of the people don't even stay in their condo. Why? Because they got a house somewhere else. They have more of a like a more a more of a mansion, but they have this place down here because when it's Fourth of July or when it's you know a holiday, they may want to bring their friends down here and they or they just want to come to the beach but they don't want to you know stay at the western right up the street or the sheridan up the street or uh what is that other one did i see the marriott on ocean boulevard oh no when we oh no let's just let's just buy the a condo down here in long beach and and then when we want to come we can i have a neighbor that just moved in a couple months ago he put a Put a note on my my door. Oh, 
uh, nice being here. I'm your neighbor, um, but if you see anybody coming in and out, it may be my son or nephew. What do you require in your life? A real estate agent would be happy that you would want more than one house because they've got goals and they want to have a certain amount of commission. Why? Because their goals, they will be able to take that trip to wherever they want to go. Maybe they want to buy a new house. Maybe they want to buy a car. And by your want, whatever your want is, is providing them with a lifestyle. That is how it goes. It's circular. It just goes around and around. So see yourself in that home. Be doing and having all the things you love. Those of you that are desiring a car, just see your hands on the steering wheel with that emblem. And just imagine you just driving anywhere your heart desires. I love to ride up PCH and just look at the ocean, go up to Malibu. But when I'm home in Schenectady, New York, I love for my sister and I to ride up to Lake George. And I used to go in the fall around this time to celebrate my birthday with my mom. And my mom would take me into the country sides and we would buy apple pies from, you know, a restaurant on an apple orchard. We'd go to Jacob's Ladder, which is a place where people go and pick apples and they make fresh jam, fresh donuts on site. The leaves would be green and red and yellow and orange. And we would, then sometimes we would go like further up into Saratoga and go to a Sunday brunch up there. And the leaves and the trees and the sun is beaming down through the leaves and the trees. And just like, it's like going into heaven. Beautiful. Where would you love to drive your car? See it. Those of you that are desiring to travel, where would it be that you would love to go and visit? Get a picture of it. Put it on your vision, your action board. But remember when you place it, I want you to have the feelings that you already have it. I want you to have the feelings. When you place it on your vision board, I want you to actually say thank you. I know that I've already received it. So every time I look at my vision board, I'm going to say it's a photo album. I've already been there. Thank you. When I did the MC, I gave thanks for an amazing, amazing MC job. I didn't wait until I get there and ask somebody to pray for me. Oh, no. Before I get to any, I ask, okay, infinite intelligence, the perfect words. Let me introduce the people in a perfect way, giving them accolades. The most phenomenal. Welcome up right now for this, for let there be peace on earth from our amazing, phenomenal Brenda Lee Egger. And I asked for that to give me the perfect words to say, to celebrate that person. And then I visualized people coming up to me and saying, what a great job you did. Wow, Naima, you really did a wonderful thing. You really did a wonderful thing. Boy, Reverend Robbie would have been really pleased. So when I get the notes over the text over the weekend, 
it's mirroring me back what I planted. They're saying, most of them say exactly what I wanted to hear. And I actually saw the people coming up to me, smiling, hugging me, saying, wow, what a great job you did. Set your table. Set it. Going in for an interview, don't go in there just haphazardly. Hear what you want to hear from that person. We've been looking for a person like you. And most of you have jobs on this and you have opportunities, you have offerings, you have books, you're talented, all of you. Hear what you want to hear from your audience or from your the people that will interact with you. Hear what you want to hear. See the invoices coming over, how much you would want to be compensated. See it all and give thanks. So those of you that want to travel, just get those pictures. Those of you that work on contracts and invoices, make up make up some invoices and contracts. Put stock them up on, on your table. Put them on your vision board with the amounts of money you would love to get paid and compensated. And say, I'm worth it. Why? Because I only deal in excellence. I set the bar high. I'm speaking collectively. I set the bar high, so when I ask for what I'm asking for to be compensated, I know they're going to get triple what I've asked. For what I've asked, I know it's a bargain. Because what they're going to get in return, they can't pay you. They can't pay you for it. You're going to do it in love, different energy. So everybody's associated with that. The energy has just been changed because they hired you. So they're not going to have chaos. And if they do have chaos, you're the personality that has the water to put out the fire. Oh, yeah, you just make everything come right back to the center into peace. No chaos. Oh, that fire just happened over there. Well, let me just douse, douse this water on it. They can't pay you for that. Your attitude, they say success is 98% attitude. It's not what you know. Because there's a lot of people that know what you know. It's the attitude and what you bring. The energy, that's what the attitude is. It's the energy that you bring to whatever you're involved in. That's where the magic is. Oh, yeah, and how could it not grow? How could it not flourish? Impossible. So just hear the language you want to hear or that you would hear being there. Eat the food, smell the food, create the food in your own kitchen, buy the food at Trader Joe's or Home Depot, wherever, at Whole Foods, wherever you shop. Buy the food from that area. Get the ingredients. Make the pasta. Create the the espresso in your kitchen. And then when you're sitting down, I want you to imagine that you're there at a cafe. I want you to imagine that you're at this five-star restaurant hotel in the lobby and you're looking at your husband or your mate or whomever check you in and you're sitting there with your coffee and just enjoying and just looking around and look at the hotel that you would want to stay in or your Airbnb, whatever it is, get that vision. So let's breathe that in. See the success that you would love to create for yourself. Remember, your purpose in your life, beloved, is to fill yourself to full capacity. 
for you to become the best of the best of the best with your energy, with who you are, giving all praise to the infinite, saying, yes, you gave me a talent, like the people in the Bible, remember that? Gave one man a talent, he buried it. What does that mean? Means he didn't utilize it, he didn't invest it, he didn't do anything with it. He probably these days he's sitting on a on a, on a on a couch or she's sitting on a couch watching uh, uh, real lives of the girls people in Beverly Hills or the real lives of the people in Atlanta. Why you would well I won't go into that, but anyway, so they're looking at stuff like that all day. Their talent is just they done buried it. But then remember he gave those other two people talents too. The other guy went out in the world, took that talent, invested it, you know, traded it with other people, made, had joint ventures with other people, did this and did that. So when, when the master came back and asked him, what did you do with yours? Oh, I, I saved it. I didn't do anything with it. All I did was just, you know, waste it away. Turn to the other guy, other, other people, the other people. Oh, Master, I did this, this, and this. And what did what did the what did the character do in in that in that analogy? He gave the one that expanded on what he gave him. He gave him more. The one that didn't didn't give him a thing. That's a metaphor. When you don't invest anything, when you don't put anything in, don't go down to B of A and have a withdrawal sheet if you did not put anything in there. You are the most important investment in the world, in yourself. So you have to do whatever it is to get yourself out of the rut. You have to do whatever it is that you can do to get yourself to change your mindset, no matter how much it costs. You buy your shoes. You go to brunch. You travel. You're doing all this other stuff. If your mind isn't right, if your headset isn't right, if your mindset isn't in a right position, well, all I mean is righteous, right thinking. What is right thinking? To have you in the higher frequencies of love and above. How could you not enjoy life much more? All the drama falls off. And if you do have drama, you have a different headset. So when they took $2,000 out of your 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 um your savings account, your banking account, it didn't make you just lose your mind. Why? Because you invested in the most important person in the world, which is you and your mindset. It's all about your consciousness. So with that, just love on yourself this morning. Just imagine you're reaching the pinnacle of all the things that you desire. Walking into that house, driving that car, signing those contracts, seeing yourself in front of a camera, seeing yourself on stage, holding your book up, doing book events, having loving relationships, healthy, balanced relationships, and the money that you desire and the travel, all of it. See what it is you would love to experience. Now I want us all to move into just four moments, beloved. Just four moments. Four moments. Be that little kid. Remember the little kid you used to be? 
that you thought nothing was impossible? I want you to enter that imaginary state again with me, with us. And then I want you to insert yourself into those realities, those dreams, those fantasies that you've had with us today. And I want you to see it so vividly that are you inside or are you outside? Is it summer, winter, fall, or spring? Is it hot? Is it cold? Is it sunny? Who's around you? Are you alone? Are you on stage with people? Are you looking out at a, at a cheering audience? Are you with family and friends doing the things that you would love to do? Are you at a successful book, book signing? Are you a major success? Are you a multi-thousandaire, millionaire, billionaire? And what does this success and whatever you want, how does that sound like? See yourself sharing it with someone, the success, the things that you wanted to this morning. Are they crying with you? Are they applauding you? Are they congratulating you? Are you jumping up and down on the phone telling your friend, your mom, your dad, your besties how much your life has changed, how you got that successful contract? Oh, my God, I can't believe it. Rehearse that. Throughout the day, pick up your phone. Have a, have a dialogue with an imaginary person on the other end saying all the things that you would love to say. Neville Garter gives you that. He gives you that ex exercise to do. Oh, my God, I got that job. I can't believe it. I do that in the, in the shower. I do that in the shower. OMG, I just got hired to do this great, this great thing. I got four new clients this month. Oh, my goodness, I'm going to release them of their issues and their, everybody around them is going to benefit. And they're going to leave a different legacy. And then when they leave this earth, they're going to feel better about themselves than just staying in their box. Oh, my. I say that in my while I'm taking a shower. And when I'm sad, when I used to be real depressed sometimes because things were going crazy, I'd get in the shower and I'd let the water run over me and I would visualize all of my pain and suffering and discomfort and fear were going down the drain with the water. Just seeing it, just leave your body and then hugging your body, saying, oh, I know that I just did a great service for you. I probably added about five years to your life instead of minus five years by staying in that energy field. Oh, as I'm under the shower, I just let that water just pour right over me and just take anything and everything that stands in my way of peace. Love, joy, prosperity. What is it do you offer the world? How do you impact people's lives with your services, with your skills, with your talents? Well, see yourself at the pinnacle of your success and actually talk as if you've already accomplished those things that you desire. Breathe that in this morning. Have that imaginary conversation. Saying what you want to, screaming 
laughing, crying because you are so darn happy that your dream, your fantasy, what you've desired and required in your life has finally shown up. And you are absolutely in awe and wonderment of it all. Breathe that in. And now the biggest smile comes over your face. You're just smiling ear to ear, realizing all that I desire. I already have it. Inhale that in. Just inhale that in. And that loving relationship you wanted, oh, for so many years, oh, because I've learned how to love the most important person in my life, I've drawn to myself. I've attracted to myself so many loving relationships. Oh, my new boyfriend. Oh, he's just amazing. My new girlfriend that I just met. Oh, we just clicked. She's everything I've ever wanted. It's a mirror of who I am now. Oh, I'm so grateful. I did my inner work. I'm so grateful that I invested in myself, the most important person in my life, because it all begins with me. So I started with me, the foundation, and everything that comes from me is an expression of how I feel about myself. Oh, I'm so grateful that I've brought these beautiful, loving beings into my life that is a representative of how I'm truly feeling about myself. So I want us all to imagine the loving conversations that you would have with your lover, with your daughter, with your son, your mom, your dad, your aunt, your uncle, your boss, your supervisor. Imagine the relationships, whatever it is. I want you to actually hear the dialogue that you would have with them. What would you love to hear? Hear it now and hear it again and again and again and again and again and breathe that in. And those of you that have brought your hand mirror, I want you to grab your hand mirror and just start loving on yourself right now. Move into this state. You could put one hand over your heart, hold the hand mirror, and now I want us to say, Looking deep into your eyes, I forgive you. Breathe that in. Yes, I forgive you for every disrespectful, denigrating, diminishing words I've ever said to you. I forgive you. Say your name. Now let's say it again. I forgive you, say your name. Look deeper into your eyes. I forgive you for ever devaluing you, for ever talking horrible, nasty, unkind to you. Breathe that in. Keep looking deeper into your eyes and now say it again. I forgive you. Looking deep into your eyes. I pl- 
pledge this morning. I make an agreement that I will never, ever be disrespectful to you. Keep looking at yourself in the mirror. Those of you that didn't bring them there, just keep your eyes closed and look within. I will never, ever diminish you ever again. I will never withhold the good from you ever again. I will never, ever make unwise decisions and compromise myself again. I will never negotiate myself away trying to make another person happy ever again. When the red flags come up, I will never be desperate and think I have to settle for anything ever again and breathe that in. Breathe that in. I know your body must feel like it's floating. Some of you might have tears in your eyes, but that's good. Let it go. You know, tears clean, cleanses your body. Let those tears come out. Boo-hoo, sob, but don't let those energies take up residence. Not one more second. Just let it go. Now look into your eyes even deeper, and now let's say, I Absolutely love you. <laughs> Breathe that in and look deeper into your eyes. Say it again. I absolutely love every inch of you. Breathe that in. I love every pound. Say your name and breathe that in. Just breathe it in. Just breathe that in. And just sit. Let's let's let that resonate. Let's let that inner confidence just. Just well up inside of you accepting the most important person in your life. Just feel yourself detaching yourself from anything and everything that stands in your way or prevents you from entering this new agreement with yourself. Just let it go. Just allow all of this beautiful energy to flow into your heart and every cell in your body like Niagara Falls never ceases, never stops, always flowing. Nothing can never block up the water flowing over the cliff at Niagara Falls or Victoria Falls. And if they tried, if man tried to, it would create such pressure that the pressure would break the wall. That's why I say, all of you, beloved, nothing can stop your good. And the pressure on the other side of that wall gets to a certain level, it will crash down any barrier, 
any wall, any brigade. It will crash it all, and you will get your good because the pressure behind the wall can't keep it from you. As I stated earlier, it will go over the mountain. It go around the mountain. It will go through the valley. The good will seek you out. No one can prevent you from your good. You inherited. There is inheritance for you, all of you. Claim your inheritance now. Stay with me. Yes, Naima. I claim my inheritance. I know that I'm wealthy. I know that I'm wealthy because I can see wealth all around me. And if it's challenging me for me to see the wealth all around me, I go online and I look at the abundance in the universe. I look at all the stars in the sky. I look at pictures of the sand on the seashore and and it brings back to remembrance that, oh, yes, I heard someone say that I was blessed like the stars in the sky, that I was blessed like the sand on the seashore. I can't even count all the sand on the seashore. Oh, I know I'm wealthy. It may not be showing up in my bank account right now, but I'm going to give praise and thanksgiving, showing the universe, I believe. I believe I already received it. I'm mirroring that to the universe right now. Oh, yes, without a doubt, I know that whatever I need is being provided for me right now. I know that what Naima is sharing with me is the truth because she's not the only one who said it. It's been said so many times in so many ways. I can go to different libraries, and there's so many self-help books in there, self-development books. But if I boil it all down, they're telling me the same thing. It's done unto me as I believe. It's my mindset. It's what I'm truly believing about me. So I got to change who I am. I have to be like that other thing I've heard. I can't pour new wine in an old sheepskin. I might have to shed some things. I might have to let some ideas go. And I have to let and surrender some beliefs that I must be beholding in my subconscious mind because they keep showing up. Those realities just keep showing up. So there's something lying deep beneath the surface, like the ice. What is that? They say the tip of the iceberg. With my clients, I always say, I want you to go and Google the tip of an iceberg so you can see that what you can see above the surface is minuscule to what lies beneath the surface. So go and look at the tip of an iceberg, and they will share with you the, the dimensions 
of what lies beneath the surface. And that's your subconscious mind. That is the ruler of you. You can make a conscious statement of, oh, I'm going to do this. But that's not where the automatic go is. Automatic behaviors are beneath the surface. So let's just breathe all of this in, and you can still be looking at yourself in the mirror, and you can be hugging on yourself, loving yourself, and say to yourself, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the pain I caused myself. Because I know most of it was self-inflicted by me making choices that I knew I didn't feel good about, but I made them anyway. Hung around people that I knew that I didn't feel good around, but I did it anyway. I knew that I shouldn't say that, but I said it anyway. I will not cause myself to suffer anymore. I'm going to get clear on what I say and my intention behind everything I say. And if my intentions aren't completely laced and rooted in love, I'm not going to say it. I'm going to ask the spirit. I'm going to ask the infinite, please change my heart. Because I do not want to meet up with this experience of all of what I have inside of me, all of the anger, all the frustration, all of the pain, all of the hurt. I do not want to meet up with these emotional states I'm in right now. Show me the way to get into peace. Oh, what did Naima say? Breathe. Is that what she said? If I'm depressed, go and splash my face with cold water. Is that what she says to do to change my feelings, my emotional state, when I'm feeling overwhelmed, hug myself. Hug myself very tight. Put my hands on my arms and just hold myself. Put pressure. That makes me feel secure. Oh, that'll work. Calm me down. Let me use some of those tools that she suggested. So I won't go into my old patterns and habits of getting with someone, giving them a piece of my mind, because I know literally that's exactly what I did. I gave them my peace. I gave them my joy. And my body is going to reap the benefit of that. It's not going to be a benefit. But it's going to reap what you sow. So breathe that in. Breathe it in. Just love on yourself this morning. And I want all of us to remember some people that we've assisted along the way helped. And now I want you to say to yourself, oh, yes, Naima, I appreciate myself. I know that what I appreciate is appreciated. Oh, yes, Naima, I know something wonderful has happened to me. This morning, I've set myself free, and I'm continuing to set myself free and freer and freer so I can fly like an eagle. Oh, yes, Naeem, I know I'm here to share my gifts and talents with the world to make it a better place. I know that I can never be duplicated, so I'm going to sing my song, dance my jig, Say what I need to say, how I want to say it. Leave my offerings here, my books, my music, my artistry, Mr. Marcus Sadler, 
I'm going to pour into other people's lives because I know when I pour into other people's lives, their family, their friends, the world garners from that tremendously. So it's a win, 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 win for everybody. So let's just breathe that in, loving on yourself, hugging yourself. And those of you that would love to share any kind of a demonstration, any kind of a manifestation, you can do that right now. So just star six yourself in. Just star six yourself in. Wait a little bit longer. I am so thankful for this call today. Thank you, Johnny. Thank you so much. Love, love, love your comments. Thank you. I appreciate you. Yes, I appreciate you too. The reminders that you give us every week. Yeah, are always so spot on. Thank you, Johnny. Is there any any other little goodies that you want to share with us? Are you still in process of getting things together and don't want to let the cat out of the bag, as they used to say? Yeah, we are getting there. I did, uh, I was sharing on the oath call, I went to a manifestation. I went to uh, an event yesterday in Atlanta that was uh, hosted by Hallmark Mahogany, uh, the greeting card line in the movie uh, brand for for, uh, Hallmark Mahogany. And I just had set intentions for what I wanted to do as far as getting my birthday card to someone to see if I could match it with one of their greeting cards. And I did get a chance to talk to a young lady who gave me uh, a recommendation for perhaps the greeting card is something that's not so it's not a good seller for them, but they do they did say music and movies would go together, so they connected me with someone who could help me with that and that was an unexpected blessing um and then I did connect with someone who has a local t v show uh who's interested in the birthday song as a segment for her show, so those two things I would love for you guys to just keep in prayer whatever there is to manifest to be, that I am prepared for it uh, and a vibrational match for its unfolding, and I'm complete. Oh, that is, that's wonderful, Johnny. Uh, when I was thinking about you, um, I even thought about you last night, and all of us, you know, all of you are dear to my heart, but I was watching. I didn't get into the bed until like almost 3 o'clock, but I could not leave from um my husband found this program on Steven Spielberg, and I got caught up in looking at his life and how everything unfolded, and I wanted to share this at the top of the of the podcast. Um, is it invest in yourself. 
Invest in your projects. Invest in your craft. He was so totally invested in his his film work. He started doing it when he was a little boy. He was so afraid, he said. He was so scared of everything. He was bullied. Uh, he lived in a, a place that he was, they were only Jewish people, so he never acknowledged that he was Jewish um, and because um, he was already getting bullied. And uh, he just, but he just immersed himself in his craft. And I, so that's why I was thinking of you, Johnny, uh, because Miss Proby has invested not just in my program, but she's invested in other programs. She's involved in so many things that really supports her in her dream. And I'm, I'm knowing that because Johnny has poured so much into herself, that she is really has built a, a a very balanced, strong foundation where she now can erect all of the floors that she wants to have on that on that base. So the higher she goes, Miss Johnny, the higher you go, whatever comes down the pipe for you, you have built the foundation, but you started with your mind and you will be able to hold because see, you've got to hold that success up and you cannot be wavering because if you do, it'll, it'll crash on you. So the failures that you're thinking you're having or it's not happening fast enough for you, for you to achieve the things you want to achieve, at every level you go up in your elevator, so to speak, there are different challenges. And you must meet that challenge by where you are psychologically, mentally, and spiritually, and physically. And if you do not have the goods to handle what you're handling now, don't fool yourself into believing, oh, if I had more money, if I had more accounts, if I had more business, I would not be this kind of a person. I'd be more, I'd be more peaceful. I, no, no. Every stage of our life is offering us an opportunity to expand and to grow and handle the things that we're handling now, having a, knowing how to go to the North Star, knowing how to go to that peaceful place in you so what you are encountering will not crush you. You have to be a pretty strong person. I look at my mentor and my leader, Marissa Peer. She's all over. I mean, I can't pick up my phone without her being all over. So many recordings, so many, so much she's doing. She's here, she's there, she's doing. But I know that she started at not that level because she wouldn't have the stamina. She wouldn't have the wisdom. She wouldn't have the temperament to do all of that. So, Johnny, Miss Proby, I know you have built your foundation. You have dug deep and you have poured a lot of concrete into that that hole that you dug. And now you're starting to put the 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 building on top. Of the foundation. So whatever level you go, 
when you put your first floor in, which you've already done, you're doing, you've done your work, you've put, you know, you put your heart and soul into your music, your, your, your website looks fantastic, everything you do is first class. So you're building that, that foundation. You've built that foundation. And now you're going to reap the reward of all of your due diligence of all of the work you've poured into yourself. And then you have a great reputation. Oh, beloved. And what did I share with you? This is science. It's like 97%. Go and Google it. They'll tell you 70, 90-something percent, 95%, 97% of your success is attitude. Because there's a lot of people that can say. Yeah. There's a lot of people that have promotional companies. There's a lot of people that are coaches. There's a lot of people that are maybe RTT for what they're not gonna be like Naima. No. No. I'm gonna have my own style based on my own background. And your girl here has been through some amazing opportunities to grow and expand. <laughs> no, put it that way. So when you have some ordeals going on in your life, I'm not belittling them, but I'm just assuring you, though, yeah, I know a place that you can go and it's right within yourself. And that will direct you to the perfect people, perfect places, perfect time to be where you need to be. You don't know why, oh, I'm going to turn the TV on. I usually don't turn the TV on until 6, but that spirit says, turn it on now. Okay, start surfing the, the, the stations, and then just what you needed to know, you find a TV show, a podcast, a broadcast, a YouTube, a book that you have in your in your library, have read for years, but you go in your, your room where you have all your books, and one book stands out, and you pick it up, and it gives you that peace, it gives you that understanding, it gives you the information that you need or you may need to share on a podcast of your own that somebody else is on the podcast that needs what you need, that needs to hear what you have to say. So you have to be divinely directed to that because you don't know what everyone needs to hear on the podcast. I can make all all kind of notes, but there's going to be something that's going to come through me. This is, oh, no, say this, Naima. Sometimes I'm going to say, why am I going to say that? And then the very thing that I question myself, oh, I shouldn't have said that. That's the very thing that the people will then text me. Oh, I need to hear that this morning. So then you get to the point where you set that old ego to the side. And then you realize, oh, I'm not running this show. It's running through me, but it's not of me. It's not from my intellect. It's not from, it's from something beyond myself. And when you look at Steven Spielberg's if those of you would love to look at his bio, this documentary they have of him, uh, he is the most successful filmmaker of all time. He's had some he's had some projects that didn't do well in the public, but the project project that he did was still well made. But the public wasn't just on the same page. Some of the other ones, Jurassic Park, uh, Schindler's List, uh, E.T. Come Home. That even made me cry, and I was grown. But he knows how to tap into 
the feeling of you gets you to connect. Indiana Jones, you know, making humor with, you know, adventure. Uh, and everybody that was talking about him is just saying that that's coming through, Steve. They, he, Stephen, he's just, he's, he's uh, we would say anointed or he's been blessed. Is his calling? You could call him whatever you want, but I noticed something in everyone that I study their life. They pour more into developing themselves, and that's why I'm giving kudos to Miss Johnny Proby. She's the one who spoke this morning. Um, is that all of those people that I studied? They poured more into their craft than sitting somewhere and writing out, I'm going to be a millionaire. In fact, their focus is not on the money, never on the money. They might have a vision board. Oprah says she doesn't even have a vision board. She doesn't have a vision board because they're so invested in what they're doing that they have become the best of the best of what they do. And Miss Oprah says, when you do that, you cannot be ignored. If you become the best publisher or publishes or whatever you're doing, if you become an upper echelons of what you do, you cannot be ignored. So I want all of us to do what we need to do, starting with us to be so attached and so involved and be obsessed almost with what you have to offer this world, become the best at what you do, and the monetary reward will come. It will come. And if you have money blocks, then you can come and see me so I can get that money's bad or I had to ask my father for money 59 times before he finally gave me a dollar. He, uh, You know, when I asked my mother for money, she told me she didn't have it. So I got this consciousness of not enough. There's not enough for me to have. All of that stuff haunts us or haunts you. Yeah, we can get all of that out. But you put your focus on your craft. So as you make your money, you become a great money steward. You'll be a great manager of your money. You'll be able to invest it. You'll be able to do the things that you need to do so you won't, you won't have that hole in your soul that you need to take the drugs, the alcohol, have 59 boyfriends or girlfriends or whatever, eat all times a day, a whole pack of potato chips, a whole box of cookies because you're trying to fill the hole in your soul. But when you are attached to the infinite and you're, asking the, you're allowing that infinite to, to allow that that craft, that that talent to come through you, and you have peace within your heart. You've gotten rid of all of the issues that you had when you were children, the beatings that you took when you were a child, the, 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 the verbal abuse that you had as a child. I was looking at Rita Marino's bio over the weekend as well. If you want to see that, that was played on PBS. And at first I was going to skip it, but then something said no. Go back and listen to Rita Marino's bio, and they were talking to her and everything, and oh my goodness, that woman, she's amazing. 
And I always appreciated Rita Marino. I always liked her. I just connected to her. I liked her. But I had no idea of her. She said it took her until 60 or 70 years old to finally release that little girl, that little girl that felt inadequate, not enough, and had low self-esteem. I was, I was shocked. Well, I wasn't shocked. But anyway, it was like, wow, Rita Marino, an EGOT person. She got the Emmy, the Oscar, the all of it, the EGOT. She's, she's got all of those. She's the first Puerto Rican that's ever had an Oscar for a West Side Story. And through all of that, being humiliated from her boyfriend, Marlon Brando, he treated her like crap. Yeah, she tried to kill herself. She took a whole bottle of pills, woke up in the hospital. They saved her. Rita Marino. But she said she couldn't shed that little girl that she was in Puerto Rico, I guess, feeling inadequate, feeling not enough, until she was in her 70s, after her husband died, by the way. But she said he was a control freak. She said she finally felt free. I shake my head. What happens to us in our formative years really imprints us. And then we've got the imprint of our ancestors. Oh, wow. Wow. We got their pain, their imprinting, and our own imprinting from our own journey. Yeah. So take care of yourself first. Do whatever you need to do. It may not be RTT, go to a therapist, but do what you need to do to get you right inside, in your head. And once you do that, you'll be able to write, you'll be able to select those things that are going to do right by you. Hmm. Yeah. So, uh, Johnny, we're not surprised. At least I'm not. And thank you for your generosity for over the over the years. And I'm not surprised because what you pour in, you get out. So I know Miss Johnny is getting out of this podcast because she's been a sower into the You get what you you reap what you sow. So uh, I wanted to thank you for that. I wanted to share I used to work for DreamWorks Studios when I lived in California. And it was such a blessed experience Steven Spielberg had the studio set up where we had breakfast, lunch, and dinner, full meals. You could go to the commissary or cafeteria and pick out what you wanted from a menu of selections, and it was always healthy foods. The the grounds at DreamWorks Studios were just beautiful ponds where you could walk, take a break, and just – the nature it was just gorgeous um so i i do remember uh all of the the beauty that he had created for the employees so that way if you didn't want to go home if you wanted to work 24 7 which i did a whole lot of <laughs> when i worked there but if you didn't want to go home and you or you wanted to work late he provided everything that you needed for comfort so that way you could give your best and um so i just appreciate that experience at DreamWorks. Oh, Johnny, what a what a blessing that must have been. You know, he has two black he has two children, black children, right? Did you know that, Johnny? Say that again. 
that he has two black children. I did not know that. Yeah, little boy and little girl. And, you know, I don't know if he did that because he did the color purple. Remember he did the color purple with Oprah? Mm -hmm. Well, he picked picked Oprah because Oprah said she just wanted that part. She wanted that part. And Oprah, she said she just wanted that part, but she wasn't an actor at the time. And she was like, I want that part. I want that part. And um, I think she came out here to audition for it. She goes back. She goes to a fat farm. She's trying to hurt her. That's her words. She goes to a fat farm to uh, because she's so depressed because nobody called her back. Nobody said, oh, yeah, we're, you know, we're going to use you or whatever. So she's at a fat farm. She said she's on on the track. She's running. She's crying because she said, I wanted that part. I'm not getting the part. And she's crying and she's saying, um, she's singing the song, Surrender. Um, it's a surrender song, but it's a gospel song. And she's singing that song, Surrender Me, Lord, Surrender, whatever the word, I know it's offhand, but anyway. So she's singing that song, and all of a sudden, somebody's running, Oprah, Oprah, Oprah. And she's like, well, what are they calling me for? I'm out here. And it was Steven Spielberg said, where are you? And she said to him, oh, I'm here. I'm trying to lose weight. He said, don't you gain a don't you lose a pound? She said she left there. She said she went and got some ice cream and the, the pound is just she lost. She just gained it all back. <laughs> because she wanted that part because she was so into that book, The Color Purple, and she just saw herself in that part and she just couldn't understand. I saw myself in the part. I felt that God wanted me to have the part and now I'm not having the part. I'm so depressed. I'm so I'm just gonna be crying. And that's how she got that. But Steven Spielberg, he is really an amazing person. So yeah, so um, him and his wife, I'm sure they adopted. They adopted Toby. I think it's the little boy who he has on set. He had him on set. He was like maybe three years old, four years old. Steven Spielberg has him doing the little thing that the board that says cut that has the number of of cuts that you've had or takes. So Johnny, he's he, he has him doing that, and then he has a, a little black girl. Name, I think her name is Sophie, Sophie, Sophia, something like that. Yeah, but he's That's got like five kids. Yeah, and you know Jane Fonda has has a a, a, a black daughter as well. Um, that she's had her, I think ever since she's like thirty or forty years old. Um, and I always loved Jane Fonda. Um, yeah, it's just so. Yeah, just so many people are wanting to make an impact in people's lives and stuff. So, um, but when I went to bed, Johnny, and I was looking at, of course, I cried after the the bio because we all have that possibility. We all have that possibility to come to do what we've been called to do. He's called to do movies, but when I was thinking about all of us, I said each one of us have have a calling too to do what we're here to do, and we just want our podcast for you to have have this as a safe haven, a safe space for you to dream the impossible dream, knowing that it's not impossible, and that you have been bestowed upon you before birth the endless possibility of manifesting your best life to be the best in example or image of yourself in this world, but 
when I look at all of the Rita Marinos, the uh, Oprahs, all of the documentaries I've studied over the years, they all had one main ingredient, is they followed that North Star. They followed that. It didn't matter how difficult it looked. They they learned to, Oprah even got fired because she wasn't good at news. Because she said when she would report on a fire, she'd be up there crying. <laughs> so they said, you cannot do the news. So she comes out of the news. They put her somewhere else, and that didn't work either. And then they said, well, we're going to put you on this morning show. I guess other people thought it was a demotion. He goes on this other show, this Good Morning Chicago, not Chicago, but Baltimore. And on this Good Morning of Baltimore, she's with the Caucasian guy. She's sitting there. He's making $50,000. They pay her $22,000. She's sitting there, and she's realizing this is what I'm here to do. This is, I'm a fish in, 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 in the water. This is me. So when she goes, to, she goes to her bosses. That's what I'm sharing with you. Don't get mad at her people. Just, just listen to your North Star. She goes to her boss and she said, "Hey, why is he making fifty thousand, fifty-five thousand dollars, and I'm only making twenty-two thousand?" He said, "Because he's married, and he has children." And Oprah's saying, yeah, but I'm doing the same job as he. Why are you penalizing me for not having children and a husband? And the man just said, well, that's what we're going to pay you. But oh, 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 just think if that man would have gave her that $50,000. He probably would have never went to Chicago. So you have to say, oh, that gave her the new vision of herself to think I'm worthy of 50000 I cannot sit here in my integrity and get paid half of what this guy's getting paid because I know I'm worth more. So what does she do? When she goes to negotiate, when she goes to negotiate her new deal with going into Chicago, somewhere down the line, it dawns on her. I will never have anyone determine my salary. So, no, don't pay me. I don't want a salary. This is what I want. And they gave it to her. But if she would have never had that discomfort, or what some people say, the devil, oh, no. If she would have never had that discomfort, she would have never made the 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 new the new way of thinking that she says, oh, no, I'll never have anyone determine my salary. I'm going to base it on what I do, and I know what I do. I know it's my calling, and I know I'm going to make out better. The gentleman, the little boy who sung the, um, what is it? Um, oh, it's the African song. The Lion King, that boy. That young man, they were going to pay him $2 million to sing that song. But he followed his North Star, and he said, oh, no, I'll take royalties. What a wise decision. 
he is so wealthy, if he would have, t- that $2 million was tickets to what hmm. he's making on the royalties of singing. So you have to follow the North Star. The $2 million would have looked good. I've asked several people, would you have taken the $2 million or would you have taken the unknown? Most people say, oh, no, I would have taken the sure thing. That's why it's, you, you want to listen to your North Star because the North Star is going to direct you to amazing realities that you didn't even know existed. And that's why Oprah Winfrey is Oprah Winfrey having a but what did she pay for that house up in uh, Santa Barbara? The house was valued at $23 million, somewhere around there. He offered the people $50 million for a home up in Santa Barbara, and those people couldn't move fast enough. He gave them 20 million dollars more than the value was worth So she's to make sure she wanted, she wanted that property, and she got That's it. amazing. That is but amazing. Would, yes, it's amazing. Because Barbara Walla, she never did well, Barbara Walder, she called the character name that they gave her on Saturday Night Live. But anyway, but Barbara Walters, remember? She was like an icon. Iconic. Did she get that deal? She was paid. And that, guess what? They paid her half of what they were paying Concrete, 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 or whatever his name is, Walter Concrete and all the others. All of those men were pay, making tons of money than, than, um, than uh, Barbara Walters. But, oh, Oprah, you said, oh, you're going to pay me half what you pay for this guy? Okay, and this is, I'm a fish in my water. Let's see what I can do. And everybody told her, don't go to Chicago. Do not go to Chicago. That's Phil Donahue's place, and you will get crushed. Stay here, because her father said, "Girl, don't you don't you quit that twenty two thousand dollar a year job? Can you imagine?" Her father gave her that. Don't you don't because that's a good job. That's a good job. Don't you go to Chicago? You better keep that job. Phil Don and everybody who is in my age bracket knows Phil Donahue was the man in Chicago, and here she is. Oprah, remember the story? I know many of you do, probably. But remember, she goes to get her hair done. The lady puts a perm on her hair, and her and the perm broke all her hair off. And now she's got a mini-sized afro. She says, I'm a dark-skinned black woman. I've got features like an African. And I'm going to Chicago. Listen how how crazy that sounds. People would have said, "Oh no, you you better get a light skinned black woman to go in into Chicago just to kind of compete, so the white women will feel a little bit more connected to a light skinned woman that has long hair similar to theirs, because they could see the similarities." You better not put that black Afrocentric person in that spot with a, a two-inch Afro. What white women are going to, the, the majority of the people that watch Phil Donahue, how are they going to switch to her? You see the impracticality of that? But she goes to Chicago. Who rules Chicago in about two years? 
who got the Emmy for the best daytime talk show for 25 straight years? Oprah. Yeah. Why did she have that much success? Because she followed her North Star. She couldn't even get advice from other people. Because remember what I said, when God, get, when God gives you a calling, it's not a conference call. You've got to learn how to listen and you want to know and have discernment. Is it me talking or is it the infinite speaking to me through a voice, through a feeling, through a gut feeling, or from a first mind? That's the way to success. And when you look at all of the people that I've spoken about this morning, Steven Spielberg got turned down didn't have the grades because he was only a C student. He was not interested in school. He got he went to USC, and they turned him down. He said, I even went there and interviewed in person, and they did not accept him. But that didn't deter him. So what did he do? He got his little camera equipment. He went out on some little desert place. That it looked like it was like outside of L.A., you know. It was like desert, like he was out on the 15 freeway off of there. And it's all dusty, and he had a blue car, and he had this girl running and another person running, and, and he's taking his little film. He takes that film that he made, and he got it to one of the people in Hollywood, and the guy hired him. So he doesn't come with a lot of education in that way. What he did, he educated him really himself by sneaking on the lots. That's what he did, Johnny. He snuck on the lot watching um, the, the heavyset guy. Um, it was like, um, I'll, I'll remember his name. But he snuck on the set of Alfred Hitchcock. Thank you, Spirit. Alfred Hitchcock. So Steven Spielberg sneaks onto the set to watch the masters. And every time they, they would catch him and throw him off the lot. The story is that one time, I guess he was in high college or something because he went to Long Beach State. But anyway, he takes the tour of, I guess, Universal Studios or something. He's taking the tour. He gets off the bus. Everybody had to go to the restroom. So they let, they stopped the bus, the, the tram. He gets off the tram with all the other people, goes into this building so they can use the restroom. So he lets everybody else go back. He stays in the restroom until he doesn't hear anybody. When he doesn't hear anybody, he comes out of the bathroom. They say he goes to, like, I guess two, two stories up. He finds the office. He goes into the office. He makes that office his, his his office, and he's there for six months or so before they find out that he really doesn't belong there. Insane. But that's the way 
That's the way the universe operates. It's providing you a way. It's giving you hints. It's giving you nudges. It's giving you ideas of what to do. Yeah, get on the tram with everybody else. And when you get into the studios, let everybody else get back on the tram. But you stay in the bathroom. And then you stay there. And then when everybody leaves, you come out, and then you go and you hunt for an office in obscure where people might not really notice you, but you're on the line. And you're going to come here every day, and you're going to see how everything works. You're going to see the masters do, you know, how they film, how they do what they do. Yeah, you didn't get into USC film school, but you can you can navigate and you can get that information. I'm going to show you how. This is how you do it. And that's what he did. And now he's the most prolific, most successful commercial director, producer ever. Ever. Oh, and by the way, the reason why he's so good at what he does, because of what he suffered in childhood. Use what you dealt with in your childhood. Does his mother and father, who seemed very happy, gets divorced when he was like 16 years old? Devastated him. Devastated him. How can they divorce? How can my mom and dad divorce? His dad loved his mother so much, he told the children, It's my fault. I don't want to be married anymore. But it was his mother that didn't want to be married anymore. And his mother fell in love with Steven Spielberg's father's best friend. So she goes off with the best friend. Steven Spielberg is devastated. Oh, but you see it in his movies. War of the Worlds. The son and the father doesn't get along, but at the end of the movie, they make up. E.T. goes home. It's always about the family. It's always about the family breaks up, has, is at odds, and then they come back together. Look at his movies. He says it's his life. It's his hurt, his pain. It's on the movie screen. And through his hurt and his pain, you feel it. The audience feels it. So use it. Use it for your benefit. Whatever your story is, use it to put it into your craft. The heartache or the pain and suffering, put it into your work. That's what he did. He said his work with his therapy. That That's what his therapy was, working out his anger issues with his father and how courageous of his father. His father said it's my fault that the marriage didn't work. So he didn't want the mother to take the blame for it, but the mother wanted to step away. So for 15, 20 years, he said he was so angry with his father, so angry with his father. Oh, but look how he used it. He used it in his films, and that's the very thing why he's so successful. So it's the thing that hurts you the most, that challenges you the most. It's the thing that Rita Marino, being that child that didn't feel good enough, 
she had to prove to herself, I'm good enough. So she said when other people were sitting down, not practicing, she would practice her dancing at lunchtime because she said, I knew that I wasn't as good as them. She used it. I don't feel that good about myself. Well, let me build myself up. Let me be the best at my craft. And, of course, it was that that catapulted her into where she is. If she would have never been that insecure little girl, if she never would have been stomped on and, and taken advantage of by Yule Brenner, not Yule Brenner, but what is it, Marlon Brando, had that love affair for five, six years, got pregnant with him. She thought, oh, when I tell him I'm pregnant, he's going to want to marry me. What he, what did he do? He said, I'll arrange for, a, for an abortion. So she gets the abortion, almost dies, of course, because it's back in, in the back alley. He was a doctor, but he didn't do uh, her justice. So she started bleeding out in a couple of days, had to rush her to the hospital because the fetus was still in her. He said he he, um, he treated her so bad, stopped all over, cheated on with her other women, just horrible. But she used it. So when she would have when she would have scenes where she had to be enraged, crying, she used those experiences. Use it. And then I've come to the decision maybe that when we come to this planet, there are some experiences we need they need to have in order for us to be who we came here to be i could never be empathetic and sympathetic with you all if i came out of college and i'm i got married and everything went 100 percent. everything was so wonderful all i could do up here was just tell you what how smart i am how brilliant i am oh yeah when i when i got out of college i made all the right decisions and yeah I've, yeah and I've always been able to pay all my bills and I just don't understand how people can't pay their bills and how they make so many mistakes in their life oh no I didn't do any of that I just I was just perfect everything I did just was just so perfect <laughs> could I do you any good or anybody no no, it would not have supplied me with all of the empathy, all of the unconditional love, if I had not had to initiate that or give that to myself. I could not give it to you. Mm -mm. No way. So use whatever you have about in your travels, in your adventures in this world. Use it in your craft, your art. Your, um, in fact, um, I think it's Shakespeare, I think he says that art is from tragedy. Art is from tragedy and pain. Van Gogh cut off his ears. That's where art comes from. Because it has to go to a feeling place. You have to feel what that artist is trying to relay. When Johnny sings, when Chisholm sings, when Angie Bass sings, when Chevelle sings, they have to put their pain and suffering, their discomfort, 
their disappointments in that song. Why do you think the music that comes from black people is so moving and other people? Why do you think gospel music moves people? Even when even when white people or people that don't know about gospel music, when they go to a black church or they hear or they see Aretha Franklin singing some uh, song, when you hear bloody, bloody, what is it, uh, um, bloody waters singing, Ray Charles singing, you can feel it. They make you feel because of their past, their past. They're pouring it into it. That's why you can just touch it. Prince got thrown out when he was 12 years old, called his father, please let me back, please let me back. father said, no, no, you're never coming. I'm never going to let you back in. 12 years old at a phone booth. And you know what he did? He made up, he made a an agreement with himself. He said, I will never, ever be able not to take care of myself. And because of that, He said, I will never, ever be in this position where I will be out and have nowhere to go. Never. So what did he do with it? I'm going to learn how to play every every instrument. I'm going to produce my own music. I'm going to become a millionaire, so I will never, ever have to worry about where I'm going to sleep at night. What kind of agreement can you make with yourself today? How are you going to use your pain, your disappointments, your hopelessness? It's all there for a reason. It's going to allow you to become that which the master created you to be. You can't help anybody if you haven't gone through something. Mm-mm. People that have gotten off of drugs, they can go to the drug people and they can really help them, can't they? Because they can really relate to them. Other people that don't know anything about that 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 world, they may be able to assist them a little bit. But it's nothing like a person that's actually gone through the fire and became stronger for it. And now they can come and tell you the good news. You can too. You can use it. Use all the turmoil, pain, suffering, humiliation, disrespect. Oh, yeah. Use it all. Pour it into your craft. Pour it into your books, your music, your artistry, your acting. Just pour it all in there. You can use it, and it will catapult you into the stratosphere. It surely will. So is there any other comments? (laughs) Any other comments this morning? I know I've been kind of talkative this morning more than normal, but it's all good. Hi, Miss Naima. It's Francis. Hey, our beloved Miss Francis. How you doing, sweetheart? I'm good. <laughs> good. Nice hearing your voice. So, how's our girl doing down there in 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 Alabama? Can't complain. Just pushing forward, moment Excellent. by moment. Yeah. What'd you say? 
I said, just pushing forward moment by moment. That's right. That's how we all do it. Inch by inch, second by second, praying all the way. Okay, you know, lead me, guide me, whatever, singing some songs. But if you do sing spiritual songs, just make sure that they're positive, the spiritual songs, and not the ones that they used to sing when I was growing up, that just have you over in the corner boo-hoo crying. Uh, but anyway, uh, the other ones that kind of uplift your spirit. But uh, we know great things are happening with you, Miss Francis. Yes, we do. And we know that uh, where there's a saying that when people go on the other side that are dear to you, they're going to definitely work on your behalf. And we know that your father just made his transition not long ago. So I want you to believe that your father is on the other side of the veil. And he's taking care of his daughter. And he's moving and doing things for you in that realm. It's going to affect you in this realm. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Because uh, Miss Francis is a brilliant, brilliant young lady. And we're looking forward to just seeing all the things that are going to come through you and heights that you're going to ascend to. Really magnificent. And all the people that you're going to assist. So did you have any comments, sweetie? Um, tomorrow, you said. tomorrow mm-hmm. the press release will go out for my Tubi deal um, with Producers and Pajamas is the partnership um, company that we connected with to be able to go directly mm-hmm. to Tubi and not be an aggregate. I mean, to be an aggregator, which means mm-hmm. that um, we'll go directly and just push the project onto Tubi. I don't have to go through another company anymore. So it's the evolution of my my company the TV and film distribution company, um, Scooter P Entertainment. And it's really cool because it's dedicated to my parents. Um, Scooter, mm-hmm. by nickname Daddy Amy, I used to take Boomer Scooter when we lived in Compton. And I, he would come and say, Mr. Purdue Francis stole my scooter. <laughs> so that's the – and then <laughs> the P is for um, Pazapoo. So my great-grandmother is Cherokee, and she lived in Lafette. Well, Lafayette. <laughs> they say mm-hmm. Lafayette. Mm-hmm. So, oh, Lord, Lafayette. girl. No, they don't. <laughs> so, you know, they say Lafayette instead of Lafayette. Yeah. So, right. She lived, and my mom was like a debutante and all this stuff. So, she lived with my great grandmother. And so, instead of saying like little Indian baby, saying Papoose, she would call me mm-hmm. Pazapoose. And so, that's oh. where the tea comes from. So, that's our title oh. company. Amen. So, my um, wish and prayer is to make them proud of me and to help people who are underdogs and people of color who don't get a fair share in the entertainment industry by mm-hmm. over-helping them so they can feel like they're not alone and just thrown to the wolves and having their creative um, art, their content taken and, you know, squandered away. So I give everybody an opportunity to make money if they listen to us and, you know, I don't just leave them out there, which I saw with other companies and experience working for other companies for distribution. So that's just Mm -hmm. my goal. I pray that this opens the floodgates for um, more clients, people coming to me and um, submitting their projects for me to help them. Um, So hopefully that's what happens with this next push. And I know God's behind it. So nothing happens by happen chance. So um, I'm pushing this out after, you know, dad passed away. I was supposed to push it out beforehand so we've had the partnership since 
probably about four or five months, but it just seemed like timing. So I'm just trusting divinely order steps and pushing it out tomorrow. It was approved by the um, distributor, so it's going to go out tomorrow on press release. So I sent a couple previews to people like yourself, but I'll send the link once it's up tomorrow. Okay. That's, that's, um, I'm going to send that out, you know, and you said that you said, okay, that you would appreciate that. So I'm yes, definitely going to send, I just send don't that know if the to you. I sent you if it's going to be active or it's going to be a different link because I went through a different distribution company for the press release. Mm-hmm. So I definitely will give the updated link when it actually goes out tomorrow and put it out on social media when I'm back to work. Cause I also promised myself after my mom passed and, um, August 31st, 2019, that Sunday is going to be my Sabbath, and Monday is my day of rest and just focus on me. And so mm-hmm. even though it's irritated other people, those are things that I promised to myself and I'm sticking to. So I do my best not to work on Sundays and Mondays and then start the week with Tuesday at 10 a.m. Central. Oh, well, I'm going. So now do you want you want me to wait until you send me a new a new um link or do you, yes, or do you want I'll, me to send to, okay okay yeah because i don't preview link because i had people were saying they couldn't see it so i had to do like the video thing on the iphone for you guys mm-hmm. to see the article i recorded it and um hopefully that link still works but if it doesn't i'll have it in the morning when they distribute it but i'm okay. excited because mm-hmm. it's a new yeah i am too i am too i am too so this is going to be another stream of revenue for you It'll be more percentage from the company. Um, so oh, I'm excited excellent. about that. We give a percentage, right, of distribution to the um, IP owner, the intellectual property, whatever it's a mm-hmm. TV series, film, you know, talk show, whatever. But we get more mm-hmm. piece of the pie of the advertising because we're going directly to Tubi instead of through another company. So I'm excited about mm-hmm. that for all of us to make and- more money. Oh yeah, that's that's beautiful. That's beautiful. So now, um, when you when you know this is coming out, have you set an intention for it? Um, have you set an intention of what you want to to show up in your life based on what this new opportunity is for you? Have you written something out? This is what I did. The what I um. Would you would you say? I said, you know what's funny, Miss Naima? Um, mm-hmm. When we did the RTT um, mm-hmm. for my money box, and then I did it for the mm-hmm. childhood trauma, and mm-hmm. I went over all my goals with you. It's funny, just like you re- you made me realize that I had hit some of my goals. This actually aligns with the goals we already talked about. So it's like how you were talking about Oprah. Like, I don't even need to really write it down or anything anymore. It's yeah, already okay. manifesting in God's time and time. Because I had put, Excellent. I wanted... Um, I think the way that I worded it, I wanted a conglomerate mm-hmm. of radio, television, and film studios for people of color or BIPOC, Black, this, Indigenous. Yeah, this this stuff. girl has big, high goals. So go ahead, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> we we may have like a a Oprah type money maker on this call. <laughs> well, thank you for oh, speaking into existence. Oh, oh my, no doubt about it. Oh my, you have the consciousness. <laughs> You have the consciousness, so you, yeah, you just, uh, the universe is just fine-tuning you, like I said, for you to yeah. be strong enough to hold up your your empire. 
You can't be, you got to be a certain, uh, I think I had shared with you how Mr. Johnson, I never saw him waver. Everybody in the office would be losing their minds. Oh, my God, this contract. Oh, this didn't kid. And he, he was just like calm, cool, and collective. Listen to the information, and it just would come out of his mouth what direction the people would take. Because the captain of the ship can't be going crazy when the ship was like it's going down. The captain has to be there just like on the Titanic until the ship goes down and everybody's still looking at the captain and the captain is being cool like he's going to be able to do something. Yeah, you don't want a captain, captain just running around the ship acting like they, they're, they've lost it. But anyway, go ahead. Right. Go ahead. Um, I was saying that um, it, with the RTT therapy and when we went over my uh, 175 goals, which I was reaching for 300 because I had saw that thing by Steve Harvey, one of his um, yeah. recordings, and he was saying that yeah. um, a billionaire had challenged him to do that. He was saying once you get to like 100, you don't feel really uh, selfish for all the things that you yeah. want or whatever, but yeah. you deserve it. So I did, and I got to 175. That's how we got to that big list I showed you. <laughs> But I digress. I, I feel like No, you're not digressing. I just love the story. No, go ahead. No, the people love to call me just because when she sent me her her list, because sometimes people have like maybe 25, you know, they'll email me because I always want to know where you want to go. And you and then I get Francis and she's like a hundred and and I had to keep you know printing it out. I just said, oh my goodness. So anyway, go ahead, Francis. Um, but yeah, Excellent. so I feel like the intention is already there, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm not going to continue to try to steer it anymore because God knows mm-hmm. best, and like you said, the universe mm-hmm. moves for you. So mm-hmm. I feel like the distribution company I never thought about having, and so mm-hmm. God is steering me towards that because it goes into the bigger goal mm-hmm. of having conglomerate of radio, television, mm-hmm. and film studios geared towards mm-hmm. people of color, and my whole theme mm-hmm. is showing us as human because. In history, historically, it states that we're three-fifths of a man. We, um, as a people of color, especially the black community, that we aren't human, right? Like we're some aliens that come down. Mm-hmm, and that mm-hmm. um, I think that's why when I saw this all triggered in college, I saw this this movie, if you could check it out, it's called The Human Stain. It was um, starring Anthony Hopkins and Nicole Kidman, amongst others. And I got that poster because I, when I have my big studio, I'm going to put it up in my studio. However, mm-hmm. I knew it was a type of film and project I wanted to make because I was in the theater in Riverside, mm-hmm. California, which is historically pretty racist in California. So mm-hmm. long and short, we were in this dollar or, you know, discount theater, you know, college students. Mm-hmm. My godmother mm-hmm. took me there. <laughs> and I was like, okay, let's do mm-hmm. this movie. This white couple mm-hmm. got up when they realized, and I'm not going to tell you the whole movie, but when they realized mm-hmm. the main character, Anthony Hopkins, was not Caucasian and white, he was black, mm-hmm. and his whole family mm-hmm. was black, and he passed for white. They got up, and they made a big hoopla. He was like, I want my blah, blah, blah money back, and I want it back now. What kind of crap you got us? Watch it. Like, they were really butthurt. And I was like, oh. yes, that's the type of invoking a and what's the name feeling of the movie? I want to, it's called The Human Stain. Human and it's H-U-M-A-N and then Stain S-T-A-I-N and it's starring Anthony Hopkins 
A I N. So stain. Human uh-huh, stain. Human stain. Mo- and the cool part is, movie. you know okay. what the human stain is, right, Miss Naima? Yep. Yeah, I, I can get it. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's, mm-hmm. it's everybody has the same blood running through them. Mm-hmm. We're human. And so mm-hmm. when I saw that, I said, aha. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Your mama yeah. call you clay, I'ma call you clay. Yeah. I said, yes. Yeah, yeah, I know. That is what I'm gonna do. And so I said, from that moment all in my subconscious, I'm I'm knowing now, I said, that's what I want. I want things that show us as human, different sides of us. We can be in love. Yeah. We can just be artistic. We yeah. can just be um yeah. you know, walking down the street and that could be a whole movie. We could just mm-hmm. be on the phone talking and doing deals. Mm-hmm. We can be mm-hmm. Wall Street. We mm-hmm. can be this. We can mm-hmm. be that. And mm-hmm. we are that. You're just mm-hmm. not showing it. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. that's when I consciously made the decision. I hope that makes mm. sense. No, yeah, that makes sense. It's it's, it's like yeah. an aha moment. It's like the light bulb mm-hmm. comes on. It's like, you know, a new awareness. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. I want to I want to do that. So, it, yeah, so and I, um, I have no doubt that then. you're going to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't even realize. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't realize until you look back when I was in college from 2000 and mm-hmm. 2004, mm-hmm. I was bringing people to the campus to film. I was in the radio station. I was supposed to be a pre-med student in neuroscience. I wanted to be the seventh black female neurosurgeon in the world, right? That was a goal. Well, you know we and, have one that listens to our podcast. Dr. Deborah Hyatt, yes, Hyatt. I do. you know, she's, she's number two. She's the number yeah. two. And remember, they, they made, they, uh, they named the street after her in, uh, yes. Tupelo, Mississippi, I think it is. She lives or something. Yeah, she lives in Mississippi. But yeah, I didn't know but, she's yeah, number she's two, very, but yeah, it's very low. Yeah, she's number and two. I, mm-hmm. I had plans to be the seventh at that point from okay. 2000, if that tells you anything. So I had mm-hmm, got a load of endangered mm-hmm. scholarship. I actually was the last mm-hmm. recipient of it, which was for females in science, in the sciences, black females wow. at UC Riverside. Yeah. And so I was on a mm-hmm. pre-med track, and God completely mm-hmm. turned it around. I was bringing people mm-hmm. on campus to film movies and getting paid, and I was um, doing location scouting, like crazy wow. stuff that I didn't even know that I I knew to do, right? It was like I never trained for it. And wow. then I was wow. on radio, so I ended up having my wow. own radio show for four yeah. years so i went into entertainment mm-hmm. without like mm-hmm. forcing it and mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. even though i started teaching and taught for you know 10 to 15 years i mm-hmm. literally was already in my purpose and didn't know it mm-hmm. 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 so fast forwarding yeah. to today being 40 and turning 41 this month i um uh, for over eight oh your birthday month been, huh mine mm-hmm. too I said yes. that at the top. It's, I'm the I'm the 16th, everyone. So I'm not going to be here on October 16th because it's a Monday. <laughs> I noticed it. <laughs> okay, go ahead. So when is yours? <laughs> and I noticed it. October. Oh, you did. October good, 28th. Good, good. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> 28th. Okay, sweetie. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. um, we're proud of you. Go ahead. Short, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. But flash forward. Um, I feel that I've been in my purpose, and right now, um, the overall mm-hmm. thing, I'm not trying to control it anymore. Because God is steering me where I need to be. And so mm-hmm. everything that we talked about, um, I wanted to be a publicist for movies. I've done that. I mm-hmm. wanted to have TV shows. Mm-hmm. I've written that and in the process mm-hmm. of funding mm-hmm. that. I have my own mm-hmm. TV and film distribution company. I feel is the next step. Mm-hmm. And then the bigger step is I'll be like a Tyler Perry with my own studio strictly mm-hmm. for people of color to access mm-hmm. and be a part mm-hmm. of and be able to um, produce content. 
And so um, there's another lady that's done it, I want to say, in in Georgia as well. I have to look it up. But she did something similar to what he did. And so okay. it's a movement, in my opinion. And so mm-hmm. I, I know that the divine orders is coming. So once I make enough money, then I can move to the next step and then the next step mm-hmm. and then have my social justice mm-hmm. endowment. Even though um, mm-hmm. I think it passed already with the anti-lynching law that I had wrote down mm-hmm. years ago mm-hmm. for the mm-hmm. basis of mm-hmm. the social justice endowment, yeah, I, a lot I feel that it still is needed. So I'll still have mm-hmm. it. I just need to make the billions to be able to fund it myself because mm-hmm. I don't want a government um, sanctioned. Or Did you hear what she said? Did you hear what she said? Billions. Yeah. Billions with a B. Billions. Bill- billions. <laughs> but that's why on here, I don't want anyone to feel that you. Would, if you want to be a thousandaire, I'm telling you, if you made, I shared with you many times, they said the sweet spot for you to live any a decent life is 75000 That's it. Mm-hmm. 75000 you can have somewhat of, now, if you have rent that's outrageous from that. But, you know, but if you make $75,000 a year, you could be okay. But as you can see, Ms. Francis, um, that's why I throw in billions because I know some, because I know she wants to be a billionaire. Johnny might go out and be a billionaire. Who knows? Jocelyn, <laughs> she's kind of in the same business, I think, as, as you, right? So she wants well, to be a Well, she's a TV writer. Well, she's a yeah. writer, a producer, director, and yeah. she is amazing when it comes to event planning and securing, like, project mm-hmm. management stuff. She's amazing. So she's yeah. a jack of all trades, but definitely in yeah. entertainment. And when she busts, she's going to bust. And I'm right here next oh, to yeah. her. She's ready. Oh, oh, yeah. And, you know, she's um, she's got something that's coming on the CW. Uh, did I that air already? It did. Oh, yeah. It was a. Um, it did. It uh, me of Team Summit. I don't know if you remember that program back in the day. Yes, I do. Um, yeah, because she yeah, she brought me Kiss them on there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Did. Yeah. Oh wow! So she's just doing big. You know, they're just we just got some brilliant people on this on this call. But go ahead, Francis. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I'm just making my point that what's happening right now, I'm not going to try to control it. I'm just going to keep mm-hmm. forging forward mm-hmm. with blinders on mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and moving forward, not looking to the left or right, mm-hmm. not competing with anyone mm-hmm. or anything, just keeping mm-hmm. it pushing and, and knowing that the right people will come and the right projects mm-hmm. will come and mm-hmm. just keeping forward. forward That's right, girl. That's right. Step after but what I meant by setting your intention is like when I did mm-hmm. the, um, the emceeing for this past weekend, I just said what kind of interaction I wanted to have with everyone, one, that was going to be a part of that, you know, so I'm just saying that I, you know, just wanted to set an intention for the people that I'm going to be involved with, what kind of relationship, what I want to hear, what I would love to hear as feedback from them, even when I do my RTT, I just always say that this session is going to be miraculous going to be miracle, a miracle. It's going to be far greater than what my client could ever imagine in they, them getting a, a benefit from the RTT session. So I, that's what I mean by um, setting intention is this what, what kind of uh, result I want from it, not just the money, but the, 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 uh, how it's going to affect in what I do. But uh, use what, whatever is going to benefit you. But yes, 
we know that you have lofty goals, as they say, and uh, we have, uh, we're going to already claim it that we have a billionaire on this call because I believe that if you had, that's something that you've been aspiring and has been on your mind for, so I know mm-hmm. it's in your heart. It's just not on your mind. It's just yeah. the universe saying this is where you're going to be in the world mm-hmm. on this level, uh, and you're doing the due diligence to cre- create yeah. create the spaces for you to, to do that. And by you helping artists with their project, it's all about, mm-hmm. uh, it's all about relationships, it, it, business. Yeah. And it, anything is all about relationships. It's how you relate to people, how people relate to right. you, and how people trust you with their project, their money, or what their minds. Like in my case, I'm just always honored when people uh, share with me that they, you know, would love for me to do the RTT or the coach because that's, you know, that's showing me that you're allowing me into your world, even on a deeper mm-hmm. level. So um, I, we have no doubt that. Miss Francis, uh, so I always wondered, like, when she calls me, I'm going, she's going to call, is she calling me and tell me that she's like made a million dollar deal? <laughs> yes, fairy godmother. So, so sometimes you call me fairy godmother, fairy godmother, oh my God, I just signed a $10 million deal. And where yes. are we going? I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, somebody, we got to get on this yacht. We got to put you in here. Yeah, where are we going? Yeah, yeah, I always tell Chisholm that. You know, I yeah, I never invite myself to with Johnny. Uh, Johnny, I've never invited myself with you, have I, on your on on your private jet? <laughs> You're more than welcome to be there. Yes, yes. <laughs> but I try not to insert myself on you guys' dreams. I I just want That's to be okay. the catalyst to help you to to realize your dream. I'm not trying to insert myself into your dream. Like, yeah, we're going on a on a cruise. <laughs> insert yourself anywhere you would like to be, Fairy God, Mommy. In the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, we're gotta all in Disney. Your daughter's got to grandkids got to come. Everybody got to come. So just insert yourself. I'm okay with it. Yeah. Oh, my I goodness. Do. So go ahead, I do have if I could if I could share with Ms. Francis, there are two ladies who were on the panel yesterday for Hallmark uh Mahogany uh and the film company or the film part of the, their business. Yes. And they are creating movies for black to show blacks in a different light than what we're used to seeing mm-hmm. uh on, on their Hallmark channel. So I I wanted to um, I share those didn't get two contacts. I saw it, um, but with everything going on with that I had to put it on the back burner for the tickets. Um, to go yeah, to that event. So I'm glad you were able to attend. That's beautiful. Yeah, I and love I'll share their names the with you. I do too. Oh, and I'll share the you. names with you so that way um, you can reach out to them because they're, the work that they're doing is definitely in line with where you are, uh, Francis. So they thank would be you. great connections for you to have. I appreciate oh, it. And then you. I was thinking about you too when you mentioned the cards. I had started doing greeting cards some years back and I had a couple of connections. I'm going to go back through my, um, my contacts and there's a way that you can do a private labeling deal with Hallmark um, kind of like mm-hmm. how Jill Scott did it um, where mm-hmm. you have your own line of um, Hallmark cards Oh yeah, under the mahogany that. label <laughs> yeah. yeah excellent that would be excellent. great I like excellent. oh thank you Johnny thank you mm-hmm. thank you because you know Francis she's always assisting us in so many ways so I love when we can give back to her and 
helping her to expand what she's doing. But I'm very okay. excited, and you know, I'm go, I'm going to send it out to a few people that I know. Um, and if you want to put like a, um, if there's anything else you want me to say, just you know, just text it to me, so I could okay. send that on with your with 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 your link, okay? Well, thank you, ladies, and thank you to the group for always supporting me, keeping me in love and light, especially with you know, daddy passing and me you know i'm working on a new normal um and i really appreciate the thoughts the um donations hopefully you got the um obituaries and cards that show mm -hmm. where my heart is saying thank you and i'm taking it moment by moment some things are a little weird things have been happening miss naima i forgot to tell you i was walking from a short walk from my bedroom upstairs to the bathroom in the hallways like a jack and jill and my dad's military d was on the floor just randomly and wow, I was like oh, girl uh, yeah okay. yeah I understand yeah. Mm -hmm. and I was like I, I had this wallet in like maybe weeks at that point mm -hmm. and I knew it was in a drawer so I was like how mm -hmm. is his ID just here on the floor so I just figured his dad mm -hmm. telling me that he's here with me mm -hmm. and like, yeah definitely definitely yeah. definitely they they do because they're energy and they can uh, definitely communicate. My brother, Daryl, I love you, D. Um, I went in, into uh, the second, uh, not my bedroom, but the other bedroom, and I'm in there and I'm looking at something and I'm thinking of my brother, and all of a sudden the lights start flickering. Those lights have never flickered since I've oh. lived in this condo. And but when I was thinking, and that also happened <clears throat> when I was rehearsing what I was going to say, you know, getting everybody's names oh. right uh, for, because I gave, I represented our family. And so I was moved to go into the bathroom and look at myself in the mirror and, you know, say what I wanted to say to people's names and thanking this person and thanking that person and putting it out in the ether. And then when I was doing it, the bathroom lights were just flickering like crazy. And I said, I, I see, I see, I see your D. I see your D just right here. Yes, yeah, so yeah, so yeah, and we're energy. So, of course, different things can show up and had many, many more things, like even with my grandmother, uh, both of them, and uh, my mom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you'll be, you know, things will be like out of place or not where they're supposed to, or you'll see something that reminds you of of her. I, I've, I've gone up and down this, and maybe because I'm more sensitive, but I've never saw someone have a Florida shirt on a Miami shirt. <laughs> and um, I was out there one day, and I was just saying, wow, I've missed my brother, that I can't hardly believe he's gone. He's just had so much life. You know, when when people have a lot of life, it's challenging to believe them that they're gone because they got so much energy. So, and he was so friendly and happy, and and um, he wasn't a sad sack, you know, like a, a like a wallflower, just real bright. Yeah. And when those people leave, it's like really they could go. <laughs> and so I'm running down, and I'm doing my little jog, and looking at the water, and I'm just telling spirit, oh, I miss my brother. I just love him. And then something says, turn to your left. And I turn mm -hmm. to my left, and this 
guy's running towards me, and he has a Miami, Florida shirt on. Uh-huh. And I went, wow, that's my brother. He's just telling me that, that I'm okay. And I've dreamt about him several, lots of times. I've, I've dreamt about him lots of times. And he's always happy. So that makes me happy that he's happy. But he was a big advocate of your girl, a big advocate of whatever I did. And all my family is. Uh, yeah. They, but remember, they yeah, but, yeah, oh, yeah, all of them. All of them very, very, very supportive. Uh, so, but, uh, and all of them uh, have been very supportive of me, too. Hey, is that Professor? Yes. <laughs> hey! I'm listening, uh, but uh, when you were talking about uh, people making that transition and being energy, I just mm-hmm. wanted to share my story. And hi, Miss mm-hmm. Francis. Um, anyway, uh, my best friend died, uh, made this transition a couple of years ago. And I was on my way to Africa, and I didn't have time to get any closure. So when I came back, I decided to do a little ritual and call his name three times. And one of the things I said, I call his phone and just hear his voice the last time. Mm-hmm. And while I was on the phone, I, and I, I used to take uh, pictures of people, so his picture popped up with mm-hmm. his name. And while I was on the phone, the uh, his picture moved to the left side, and it was replaced with my mother's picture uh, 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 where she was at a gravestone. Uh, my sister was at a gravestone with her. And it was my, you know, I interpreted it as saying that he's with my mother and, you know, everything's okay. And also, when uh, people make their transition, all right, I don't take their name out of my phone. I just write it in capital letters, mm-hmm. deceased. And so mm-hmm. later when I went to tell the story to my son, uh, and uh, mm-hmm. the word deceased had di- disappeared. And so it, I, I could really relate when you say uh, uh, our loved ones are energy. Mm-hmm. And I completed mm-hmm. my story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they communicate with you. You know, I don't know, Professor, do you ever feel like uh, like someone is next to you? Like when you're like sometimes when I'm in here with myself, I'll, I'll just out of the corner of my eye I'll kind of see something, and then I'll kind of focus, and it's not there, but it's almost as if something is in here with me sometimes, and I can always discern who it is by the feeling that I get, and I'll just say, okay, all right, I I I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. So yeah, okay, that you're right. To me too. That happened. Oh, there's Miss Chevelle. Hey, superstar, how you doing, sweetie? So thank you, I'm Professor. Yes. Yeah. Love those stories. Yeah. So how are you doing, Miss Chevelle? I'm good. Um, you're that good. does happen to me. I can see him out of the corner of my eye. I can hear mm-hmm. him. The other day I was in my kitchen and Spirit mm-hmm. said something to me. And then I just like stopped and then I heard uncle and I was like, mm-hmm. I just, my eyes like got so big because I was like, oh my God, because you know, you think it's like Spirit all the time, mm-hmm. but like it could be your ancestors speaking to mm-hmm. you. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
and you want to share what you did last night, what happened with us, you and I, that was profound. Oh, yeah. That was profound. um, That was just so profound. So go ahead. And it was like, what, about 12 o'clock my time? Because I told you I couldn't stop looking at that that, the. Steven Spielberg, Spielberg. Uh, yeah. yeah, documentary, and I told you when we were texting each other, but go ahead. Yeah, so last night I was looking through my photos and my videos, and I have, like, like my phone is, like, probably almost at capacity. I don't want to say that, and then it will be mm-hmm. at capacity, but I have a lot. Yeah. Like, I have probably, like, 50,000, like, photos and videos. <laughs> like, it's, mm-hmm. I have mm-hmm. the most storage that you can have. So I'm going through my um my videos and I was looking for this television interview that I did and I come across um auntie came to visit us because Chevelle is an actress she's an actress and she sings so go ahead okay uh-huh. I wanted to make auntie. sure people know okay yeah baby go ahead and so I'm looking for I'm looking for that interview and I come across when um auntie she came to visit us and she stayed with my mommy um and um she, my cousin Jacqueline, she's a school teacher now. That was one of her dreams that she had, and now she's finally living it. And so, um, along with like a lot of her other dreams that she accomplished, but she, she's a school teacher now. And so I came, I came across the videos of Auntie being here. And you know, well, I always just take content and then I'll keep it, and then I'll, you know, sometimes I'll remember to go back. But Vera told me. I just like clicked one video. It was like eight minutes long, and Spirit was, was like. Chevelle was my videographer when I <laughs> when I was doing the the book <laughs> read at the, at the and yeah and yeah. the and the chauffeur <laughs> yeah and the, and get my coffee yeah she was exactly. my PA <laughs> so she picks yep. me up from her mom's house takes me over to the school early in the morning and uh, so she's taking a video of me reading the book interacting with the children. And so anyway, so go ahead. I want them to know what, how valuable you are to me. So go ahead. Oh, thank you, Auntie. Yeah, so I'm, a blessing. I'm like about to scroll, you know, scroll down and spirits like send mm-hmm. on, send Auntie one of those. And so I click on one and it's like eight minutes long. And mm-hmm. um, she's speaking. Well, the kids are asking questions. And so she had already read the book, and now everybody's just, like, engaged, and they're asking questions about their dreams and, like, what they should do and um, just just the adorableness. And the, it's just a, it's a beautiful sight to see because um, you don't really hear people talk about dreams, like, a lot. You know, they kind of just, like, deal with reality and, like, but like my and Miss Carla came. And Miss Carla came. Remember? Oh yeah, she did. And Miss Carla came. Yeah. So go ahead. Mm-hmm. Um. So, um, Auntie did a radio interview with Carla Page after, but um, before that, I was videotaping in the room for her. Um, and so, Spirit told me to send the video to her, and so I send her the video, and in the video, she talks about because uh, in the Wonderful You, there's a there's a page where Pookie Poo has to climb this mountain and little Amina. Mountain of Courage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And little Amina, the angel on the book, <laughs> she's helping Pookie Poo get up the mountain, like guiding her, um, like a guardian angel. And so um, mm-hmm. 
I have one of those, which I was told that it's your your father, auntie, but we won't get into that. So um, she's Pookie Poo is climbing the mountain of courage. And so auntie refers to if you want to climb mountain Kilimanjaro when you're older and somebody tells you that you can't. And I stopped when I watched the video, I was like, she literally just this, well, Sadler's wife just climbed yeah. Mount. I, I predicted that. And, and that was November, right, of last year. Yeah, that was November of 2022. I don't, I don't even remember telling the little kids that they could that they could climb Count Mount Kilimanjaro. And I told them, if anybody tells you that you can't, I want you to say, I can, I can. And I just said, I don't even remember saying Mount Kilimanjaro. And as many of you know, Sadler's wife hired me to do art, to have a session with RTT for her to climb. And she climbed the mountain, she summited, and she's given me permission to put the picture of her underneath the sign that says Summit of Mount Kilimanjaro. I couldn't believe, I, I was like stunned. I said, oh my God, I professed that. And then out of all the videos that Chevelle took of me, she selected that one. Out of how many? Eight? No, I see, I had like probably 20 videos of you. So she's got 20 videos the of one. me. And she was led to click that one. What I was even most surprised at, Miss Chevelle, is that usually you can't send eight minutes of a video, oh, video. To, yeah. <laughs> in a text. Yeah. I tried to send that to Alma and Sadler last night right after you. Mm-hmm. And it never, it said video too long, video too long, video too oh, long. Of course. If you yeah. would have emailed it, I wouldn't have seen it probably in today, to today. Because I don't yeah. usually check my emails every day. I, they're like every two or three days. But my yeah. text comes right up on my screen. So I'm trying to get it to Alma. And I was thanking, I had thanked her before that I could use her image and, um, what she said about RTT helping her get to mm-hmm. the summit. But when you sent me that, and I and I wasn't even going to play it, Pooh, because I was so involved in listening to the Steven yeah. Spielberg thing. Yeah. But Spirit and I was said, so involved Listen. in doing what I was doing, but Spirit was like, send this to your aunt. And I'm like, yes. I know now enough to listen because I've not yes. listened before. And God still saves me, like, he still loves me and still blesses me. But, but I know he's like, if you don't listen to me, you've known me your whole life. Like, you've known the first the first traumatic thing that happened to you. I told you not to go there, and you did it anyway. So yeah. I'm like, yeah, but I'm, like, five years old. How am I going to know your voice? Like, from, like, yep. my con- how am I going to know that? Yeah, but it's annoying. girl. Yes, it is. But see how you can distinguish and you have discernment because of it. Well, I have and to that, now. And that I've quieted everything down. Like, you know, how, like, I used to sit in silence. Like, I used to have, like, nothing on. Like, 
No yeah. TV, no radio, no nothing. Like I just, yeah. I've been on I love it like that for a long time. Yeah. So like I, yeah. I know now. I know. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And you know, if you go against what is being downloaded into you, you know you're going to something's going to happen. You just you know something. You go okay. All right, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. It's almost like when your parents tell you to do something, and you know you're gonna get a whipping, but I guess it's worth it for you. <laughs> I had a family member that the, my father would say, "Okay, if you do this, I'm gonna do this," and that person and not my family. I won't name any names, but that person was. It was worth it. Worth it. Okay, I'll take the whipping. Me. No, I don't want any pain. Nothing, nothing is worth me having the pain. I do not want to engage with my father. No, I'm going to be a very good little girl. I'm going to do what he says because I don't want to feel the fire. Uh, but my, but my other sibling, oh no, we're going to do it anyway. We'll suffer the consequences. <laughs> yeah, that was my friends growing up. So now yeah, it's like that with the spirit. I couldn't go yes, anywhere. that would. And they knew not yeah, to like, invite me because they knew I couldn't go anywhere. Yeah, but yeah, definitely. they all got in tr- they yeah they got suspended in the eighth grade and couldn't go to the graduation dance because they were all drunk <laughs> at an eighth grade dance. Um, they called me See? in the office and they were like, so. You know, this is your friend group. Do you know what happened? And they're like, so were you there? I'm like, do you know who my parents are? Like, no, I was not there. I couldn't, no. <laughs> Can't go nowhere. Like, <laughs> drink? Are you kidding me? I didn't drink until I was like 21. <laughs> not me. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Yes, yeah, so when Chevelle sent that to me and I was going to skip over it, the that voice said, no, listen to it. So I pressed. And I was looking, listening to it. I said, okay, I'm telling the kids. They're raising their hands. And I'm saying, even if your friends tell you you can't do it. And then I made them promise me. I said, I want you to promise yourself. Let's make a pledge. That when you have, if you want to do something, if you have a dream, that you're always going to believe in yourself. You're always going to believe in And you're going to trust yourself. And then all of a sudden I hear, even if you want to climb Mount Kilimanjaro, you can do it. I said, what the heck? I said, what? The universe what are you? What? Yeah, but it's been real deep around here. I don't, there's been, there's a shift coming. Shift, shift is in motion, everyone. Shift is in motion. <laughs> things have been happening. Some things have looked really crazy what's happening. Unbelievable, because it's very uncomfortable, but I'm riding the wave. I know that, oh, a change is coming. And I think I shared that with you all about probably about three months ago. I'll never forget. I was put I was um I was putting away my notes and Spirit said, No, tell them. Tell them this a change is a coming. I don't know what it is, but uh, something is something is moving and this whole weekend just doing the Robbie the Doctor Reverend Robbie because, you know, the church I went to, you had a lot of high achievers. And there were a lot yeah. of people in that audience that, by logic, they should have gotten to do what I did. But it's amazing when the universe says, no, this is our girl. This is who you're going to select. 
And they had no qualms about it. Bonnie had no qualms about it. Oh, no. She said, no, no. We couldn't even picture any. No, it's you. It's you. And I just said, I'm just so honored. And I was also, I know, um, I don't know if Iris is still on the call, but Iris, um, she had me speak at her aunt's funeral of Reverend Anna Gay, who was married to Marvin Gay. And here I am up on I'm up on the stage with Smokey Robinson. My name is on the on the program with a, re, a selection from Aretha Franklin, um, Barry Gordy, Smokey Robinson, and Naima. I'm in the I'm going. This is crazy. What am I doing up here? <laughs> and I'm looking out in the audience. In the chapel, and there's all, like, the Motown Review. It's like all these famous people. And here I am up on the stage. And I'm go- And then when Barry Gordy came up there to hug me, he just grabbed me and he kissed me on both sides of my cheeks. He said, you hit it out of the ballpark. I went, oh, thank God. God, because that was his favorite sister. I said, I cannot, not deliver on this one and then not just that but then when they had her casket was beautiful it was almost reminiscing of when they put her in and put um them in the in the in the carriage with the with the gold and the windows where you can see the casket in the the oh yeah yeah uh, Mm -hmm. before they take them to where they're going to rest for eternity and they had me and the Reverend Lisa. We were in front of the casket, leading the casket out of the chapel. And then everybody else came after us. So we were in front of the casket. Then behind the casket was Mr. Gordy, um, Mr. Robinson, and all these other heavy hitters. And I'm walking out of that chapel saying to the spirit, where in the world do you have me? Look around. What are you doing with this child from Schenectady, New, or born in Henderson, New York, New, in Henderson, North Carolina, raised in upstate New York? And here I am. So Moved all the way to Cali for how many years and did it on her own? I know. Listen in the spirit. Yes. Well, that's what told me to come. Told me to come. This is where you, I always wanted to be a diamond. So I said, I want to be a diamond. So I know that if my mom, if my mom lived anywhere around me, she would have just had a fit knowing that her daughter was on the floor with a, with, with some blankets, making a pallet, as they used to call it. Oh, my them. God. She would have. Yeah. And yes, yeah, she and had no kitchen table, no bedrooms, no nothing. Just apartment with running water and some. Uh, didn't even have a TV at the time. Only had a um, a transistor radio, if you can believe that. Just had a radio. Came out here and I just was telling God I wanted to help people to believe in themselves and their dreams. And laying on that floor in that bedroom as my husband was getting ready to go to work to catch a couple buses. We didn't have a car. Um, he 
he was in the he was in the bathroom and had the the the, the radio on, and I heard while I was laying on the bed on the floor, Freddie Prince dead at thirty something years old, and I I sat up in the bed I sat up on the pallet, and I went oh my God, what happened? That Freddie Prince was he had the number one show. He was the first Hispanic to ever do that. I said he could have all the drugs, all the women. He's a star. He has entree into everything. I've heard celebrities say when you're a celebrity, you enter the land of yes. No one tells you no. Everybody's the yes man now. They'll let you kill yourself because they don't want to not have a job like they did with Miss Whitney Houston. You, everybody wants a job, so everybody's just going to paste you together and have you go out there to perform, even though they know you should not. You should be at home in bed or at a home hospital taking care of yourself. But he had all of that. And what came to me was, Spirit said, he had everything, Naima. He had his dream. No, it's not about your dream. It's about helping people love themselves. So when they reach their dream, they won't blow their head off. That changed my whole reality. It's not because I always thought when I was younger, if you reach your dream, your destination, you'll be happy there. So you can be miserable all the way until you get to there, and then that will make you happy. And then it just, that just clarified, no, you bring yourself wherever you go. So if you're not happy here, don't fool yourself in thinking that, money or other things are going to make you happy and then you're going to be happy when you get all of that stuff you'll be the one that have all of that stuff and when they tell you that you're going to lose your house or lose your car your boyfriend walks out on you or whatever you're going to do like uh, Rita Marino and you're going to take a whole bottle of drugs and you're going to put them down your throat because now you have missed the point is that no happiness and joy peace and self-worth is the most valuable thing, and that's where I have to build myself to learn to be nourishing to myself, to know what my needs are, to learn how to fill my cup and not depending on all these other things to fill it. Because I'm telling you, accolades when you're a star is addictive. It's all addictive. It's all because it's running on adrenaline, and that's why the entertainer has to go out there and entertain because they want to fill that 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 is it's the adrenaline it's like yeah give me your love give me because it's making me feel better but you, as you can see it didn't save Jimi hendrix it didn't save marvin gay it didn't save uh, even michael jackson it didn't save a lot of those people even though they had all the trappings of wealth prosperity they had entree to anywhere they could go to any restaurant just think go to any restaurant and if they didn't sell if they did not sell vegan food, they would make it for you. <laughs> it, it's a land of yes. It's a land of yes. So um, then that's when I changed from not just reaching your dream, but it's like Pip, the Pimper Snickle tells um, Pookie Poo in the book, The Wonderful You, when Pookie Poo asked him, why are you so happy, Pimper Snickle? And the Pimper Snickle says, looks at Pookie Poo and says, because happiness begins with you. Loving yourself. Loving yourself. You have to love yourself. 
And so that's what the book is. It's about teaching all of us to hug ourselves from the beetle bopper, the frolly walk who's cooling out in the little lake when Pookie Poo gets to the lake and she says, I'm still afraid for goodness sake. And the frolly walk tells you, climb the mountain of courage. Believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. And Pookie Poo looks at the frolly walk as if to say, okay, I'll climb the mountain of courage. But like Chevelle said, when Pookie Poo is climbing the mountain of courage, you'll see an entity like a fairy. And that fairy is representing that she's going to help Pookie Poo find the way through the dark, twisty trail up to the mountaintop. And when she gets to the mountaintop, she says, yippee, yippee. He shouts with glee, I can be anything I dream to be. Those are the lessons. Faith in yourself, learning to love yourself, and knowing that where happiness begins is when you love yourself. So uh, Chevelle, I'm amazed at how Chevelle is tapped into the source because she does some amazing things. She'll text me something, and it's like, wow, right on. It's like, wow. But when she texted me that last night, uh, based on the weekend, what's been coming through me, I said, what are you trying to tell me? It's like the universe is wanting to talk to me and uh, telling me that, yeah, yeah, girl, you're on it. You're on it. You're doing it. You're, you don't have to act like you're going to get to the dream. You're living the dream. You're living the reality now. You're doing exactly what you've always wanted to do, and it will expand and just enjoy the, the, the things that are happening. So I'm just really grateful for all of you, all of the people that have had the RTT that text me a lot. I get so many texts of how it's really assisted you. And um, I'm just overjoyed. And very, very grateful, very grateful. And, and Chevelle, I'm just so grateful for you, girl. You're such a I'm blessing. I'm grateful to for me. you. Yeah, you're such a blessing to me. And for you to, out of 20 something videos, for Spirit to say no I love, that one. I just, so I just looked to see how many, like how much um, I have in my phone. I have two, 28. <laughs> I have 28,588 you know, after well, I thread, in, you know, I made a, it's in, um, I'm blowing. I didn't even make a wish, but I just blew eyes. <laughs> I mean, okay. Everybody heard that. And they're like, um, what is she yeah, doing? That's okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say now. <laughs> no, you just said out of all of those videos. And I don't oh, know yeah, what I you were doing. I, I guess you were just surfing through those things, but. We hadn't made any contact earlier than that, right? That was the no, first I thing you sent me. No, I hadn't talked to you that day, and I um I was searching for the because I did a 
last year I did a play and I did one of I did my first television interview, so I was looking for I that. I know, but you did a wonderful job. Oh, good. Oh, you were so even Iris said she said, "Oh yeah, she's yeah, you were just natural." And the other people were hesitant to say something, and there was three of them on on the set. And they were interviewing the three um, actors in this play that my that our beloved Chevelle was in, and they were hesitant when the interviewer said asked a question, and our girl, she went for it, and she was up there talking like, yeah, I'm a, yeah, I do this every day. <laughs> you know, I probably Chevelle was up there handling herself like, yeah, I I get interviewed every day. In fact. I've even been interviewed by Oprah. Yeah, this is this is probably this is my wheelhouse. I used to practice that, like I used to mm. practice that in my head. Okay. <laughs> that was odd. Well, you were a professional. <laughs> I we was, loved I've been it doing that since I was a little kid. I remember doing well, that and you looked so gorgeous. In a genius, in a genius closet, like I would be <laughs> running tape in my mind. Oh my goodness! Well, I'm knowing Chevelle. That's why I wanted you to to look at Rita Marino's. Um, yeah, I yeah, she's she's amazing. She's a fighter. She's a survivor. She's a thriver. She just was like, you know, I'm all. gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. I'm going to do it scared. I'm going to do it frightened. I'm going to do it not knowing how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to just go for it. And that's what I she did. She just go for it. Oh, she did it all. Go She's ahead. still doing it. She's still doing it. Yeah. She's more busy. Um, she said she is working like crazy even now. Yeah. They have all kinds of TV shows. Movies. And they just Amazing. redid the um, West Side Story, and she was yeah. in there too. So. And she, um, yeah. I'm pretty sure she did more than act. I can't remember because I haven't watched that documentary in a long time. But I'm pretty sure she was mm-hmm. part of like putting that together. Um, oh, I'm pretty sure she's a part of the crew and everything. Yeah, yeah. She came here and so spoke, is... and me and mommy and I think Jackie went with us um, to you all really? to see her. Yeah, and I could have talked to her. Spirit was like, "Go up," and you know me. Sometimes I get shy. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh. Well, most like, actors if are. Everybody's leaving. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. so like if it's like the end of the thing, and like you know, my mom with time, she doesn't play. She's like, I'm out of here. Like, let's go. But mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure she would have like, you know, if I'm like, hey, oh, definitely, I, I just definitely. didn't say anything. I just kept it definitely and didn't say. Oh, you know, spirit led me. But yeah, yeah I could have. I could have. Um, spoke with her um but sometimes I get nervous and I'm like well what am I gonna say like I don't want to like what but spirit you know how spirit is and then spirit will do the talking so then it's like you take yourself out of it like get out of the way like you're you're not really running this <laughs> oh you're yeah almost oh, definitely yeah yeah we're not that's why sometimes when you want to walk away from stuff and you don't want to do something anymore and you go for like a couple of weeks or so and then you're right back to thinking about doing that thing, you know? Yeah. Literally. Just let me go and get a Every job. Time. Just let me. I'll be, yeah. And it, I it just pulls you back. Get a job. And then it's like, 
and then I'll book something for like my dream and that'll pay my bills. And yeah. I'm like, okay, God. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, baby. So anyway, you're just doing amazing, amazing, amazing. And just keep doing what you're doing. Keep the, obviously you're tapped in because I mean, out of all those videos and why, why, why text, text me something at what, what time was it? Here? It was two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I think it was like 12. It was like 11 or something. It was late my time. Well, you know I'm up. Yeah, it was yeah. 2.30 in the morning. Yeah, so see, it's 12. I'm supposed to be, when I'm doing my podcast, I attempt to be in the bed, you know, no later than 10.30, 11, and that's still out. You're supposed to be in bed by 9, based on science for your brain. But yeah, I, I didn't go to sleep no. until like a, till the call this morning. <laughs> Yeah, and then I got so filled and so emotional about the Steven Spielberg thing, and I'm thinking about, okay, what can I say to our podcasters tomorrow? God, leave me, because I know people on our on our podcast, we're all this have this kind of talent because the talent doesn't come from us; it comes through us. And allow me to help people to listen, trust, listen, trust, and act. Listen, trust, and act. How can we get them to listen, trust, and act? They gotta meditate. They gotta have time just to walk. And that's why Miss Johnny was saying at DreamWorks they have all those places for you to walk around the lakes and the gardens, and you know because he wants you to get into that zone where you can let go of anxiety, frustration, and all of that, and come with a clean slate and have a place to air out and just regather, refurbish, regenerate yourself. And um, so anyway, uh, but I appreciate you, Chevelle. I appreciate you, sweetie, for that. Okay. You yeah, so I'm going to listen to the recording again, definitely, sometimes today. Yep, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so thank you for listening You're and welcome. acting. Thank, Thank you for listening. teaching me how to listen and because I always knew my, I had the voice. I just didn't know what it was. Okay. Well, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. Yeah, because it is real. It is real, and it can help navigate you through whatever you're going through, but you got to trust. And then the more you do it, the more you can discern, oh, yeah, that's the voice. That's the nudging. I have no doubt. Let me go ahead and do this, even though logic tells me, this is not the best thing for me to do, but again, every time I listen to that voice, it gets me in trouble, and when I listen to that other thing that comes through me, I always have a success. Exactly. Always, always, always. They can see everything. We can't. That's right. That's right. That's we right. can't see what's our, going our on. Our vision is locked away. We can't. Girl, we know what's going on around I the can't corner. even tell what's going on outside my, my door. Exactly. No clue. Exactly. No. Nope. Yeah. So anyway, so thank and I think I told you um, a while ago. I think it was last year. I had finished our podcast, and I I finished it early enough to go out and, and run. And something said, "No, don't go out today. Stay, stay in." And I said, well, "Yeah, but I don't want to be lazy. I I want to go out there because it's beautiful, and I can. After I finish, I can stand in front of the water, do my." breathing and celebrate and do my little singing of my gospel songs, do my little ritual. 
spirit said, no, do not go out today. And then I went, okay. Well, that day, my neighbor came and said that there was a person out there that had came down from a couple of blocks away into the, in the city, had ran down to the beach area, and had stabbed a couple people. And guess where the yellow rope was? It was like the next, it was on the next, it was near the next um, condo. Not at our condo door or in our condo backyard, but it was in the next, it was next door's condo yard. And right where you run. And right, oh yeah, run that way most of the time. I usually always take a left. Out my back door, there's the, the, the run walkway and the bikeway. And so you walk a couple of feet and then you get to the, to the, to the, uh, where they, where we run and walk the track. And I always turn, I usually turn left. But if I would have turned right, I still might have encountered him because he came from the right, coming from the north, going to south. And he had stabbed a couple of people. Not just a Sorry, God, here. Mommy, isn't that the second time that's happened to you? Um, I don't think, no, one time a person tried to grab me and Spirit kind of told me to run around him. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, so, yeah. So, maybe you're referencing to the last time when she told us about when she didn't listen and she did. Somebody did. Yeah. Maybe I am thinking about that. But God has his hands on you and the head of protection. So I'm grateful for that. Thanks. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. So, you, yeah. So, listen. Listen to even even if something says do not go. Don't drive down that street. I don't. I go, Okay. It's going to take you 15 more minutes to get to. I, I don't care. <laughs> At least you'll get there. Yes. You don't know you go this you know, way. Maybe not you. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I take heed to that. I've I got my head hit a couple of times. Um, and so I just said, nope, I, I'm not going to be insane here. I'm going to do what this thing in me is directing me to, to, to do. And that's why we call our, our podcast. North Star is all about connecting and listening and be guided through the North Star. And that's why I refer to myself as the Harriet Tudman of Rapid Transformational Therapy, freeing the people of their issues and their problems so they can soar like an eagle. And that is, sums it up. That's why we're here. So is there any other comments? <laughs> All right. Well, I I've had a really great time. So I'll we'll be here next week, same time, same station. <laughs> but then the week after, oh, it's birthday time. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, Chanel, try to call me a little bit. Go ahead. Yes, ma'am. Oh, just a reminder. I'm going to be out um, as of next week. So I'll, I'll just for a couple of weeks for a treatment. Oh, okay. Okay, so so we will surround Miss Johnny right now, all of us that are still here. And those that have gone off the phone, they hear us too. We're going to surround Johnny, Proby, and Light and Love. We're going to know that everyone that is going to take care of her, be with her, do anything for her in any way, any matter, shape, form, 
that they are going to be led by an infinite guidance, their North Star, to give Miss Johnny the most excellent, the most profound, outstanding, incredible service, taking care of her body, mind, and spirit. So we're surrounding in her love and love right now, knowing that every word we've spoken has already been done. So now we just say thank you, thank you, and thank you. And so it is. Okay, and so it is. So I, yeah, so I'll, I'll be checking on you, okay? All right. Thank you so thank much. You. Appreciate it. Oh, our pleasure. Oh. And let's just say, a, uh, let's send out some love and light. To Joan, I don't. I've touched, reached out to her. I haven't heard anything uh, from her in a while. I don't know if her sister is still, you know, what what condition her sister is in. I know it was very serious. So she's been out to uh, in Arizona for a long time. So let's send her some love and light. And other than that, if there's no other request or any other comments, then we will see each other next next week. God bless All you, right. Francis. Yeah, and, and that was Johnny, too. And that was Johnny. So we're going to oh, give yeah. Johnny a lot of love. Yeah. God bless you to Johnny first. But I have okay. spoken to Francis, and I know that she Okay. Will. So I just wanted to oh, say I'm right. praying for her. So. Oh, that's sweet. That's sweet. So, um, Professor, you were saying goodbye? Yeah, just peace and blessings to everyone. Thank you, Professor. We love you. Sending you lots of love and light. Uh, And um, everyone else, if you want to say goodbye, you can before we hang up. Disconnect. Take care, Mr. Rima and everybody. Thank you for all the wonderful warm wishes. It was very, very insightful and hearing about the climb and you and you greeting to the kids. That book is something else. And uh, it's good to be on with y'all every week. Thank you, Sadler. Thank you. So did you hear that I said Mount Kilimanjaro? Did you read? Did you get my email? I did. I hadn't had a chance. I heard it here on the call first. I hadn't. Okay. I hadn't. Uh, so I heard it here live with y'all just now with the rest of them. Okay. I didn't see it yet. <laughs> All right. So, so I was so talking about know. Elma before I knew she was going to do that. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Isn't that amazing, how, telling how those little awesome. kids that? Yeah. Yes, yes. It is amazing. It is amazing. So please tell Elma about that, okay? Oh, I can't wait to tell her 100%. <laughs> okay. All right. And those of you that want uh, RTT, Rapid Transformational Therapy, remember it's 93.6% effective, and it works, it works, it works, and you'll have the recordings forever, and you just keep listening to those recordings. You get a recording for every session you have with me, and it is permanent and pervasive, and it will change your life in so many ways, and it shows up. And just organically and naturally, and I just love it. I just love it. So uh, those of you that are interested in that, please give me a a contact, one Naima Naima at Gmail. The number one, 
and then Naima spell N-A-I-M-A-H. And those of you that would love to get more food for thought like this, it, you would want to visit, and then you'll be permanently going over to the Oka Manifestation Call, and that number is 213-233-3999, every day at 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 213-233-3999. Thank you so much. Please keep inviting others to come and join us, and we're here Mondays at 8.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. So with that said, if anyone wants to say goodbye, please do so at this time, and then we'll disengage. All right. Everyone have a good one, and I'll see you next week. Looking forward to getting your phone calls, Sadler, this week sometime, okay? Sounds good. All right, sweetie. All right. Love you all. You too, cool. Give me a, give me a call, too. okay? Okay. All right. Love, love you, girl. Thanks. I love you, Miss Johnny Proby, and everyone. Thank you so much. All right. Take care, everyone. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You are the last caller in the queue.